Look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden, exposed the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the prosecution is not going to get that man today. No, because I'm going to get him. Welcome to this episode of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We're coming to you live from our radio and television studios located here in beautiful northwest Pennsylvania where it is a balmy 85 degrees. Can you believe it? Up here on the Great Lakes. <laughs> Almost like Florida weather. Well, you know, not as steamy perhaps, but no, you know what? You didn't tune in for a weather report. Um, I just, every time we get a good day, we, you know, weather-wise, we have to brag about it, especially up here in the Great Lakes. At any rate, folks, we broadcast live every weeknight, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Global Star Radio Network. It's the place to be. Global Star Radio Network. Folks, go to HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link to the Global Star Radio Network. And, of course, bookmark that because a lot of great shows on Global Star. A lot of great shows, including Russ Dizdar, including Dr. Ted Brower, Dave Hodges. Do I, do I need to go further? I don't think so. But, folks, we're also simulcast on Blog Talk Radio. You can watch us live and by archive as well on our YouTube channel. That's our official YouTube channel. Just go to HagmanHagman.com, and there you can find all audio and video broadcasting venues right there at your fingertips. Just scroll down a little bit where it says navigation, and bada-bing, there you are. And don't forget, folks, we do have two two separate websites, one for the show, which is HagmanHagman.com, one for news and information, which is HagmanReport.com. Bookmark both, and I'm Doug Hagman at the helm with fellow investigator, and... uh of course, most importantly, my son, Joe Hagman, together as something I like to call America's premier father-son investigative reporting team, the Hagman and Hagman Report. And I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Uh, tonight, we are up, we're, we're taking the advantage of the holiday to update some things. And we are going, we're, you're not going to see our, our, our beautiful mugs. And I'm not talking about our, our, our purple stick conveyance systems. I'm not talking about those. The 20 ounce 
conveyance system. So I'm talking about our faces. We're, we're going to just uh, we're just going to show you applicable images tonight. No studio shots tonight. We're upgrading some things. I want to say thank you for, uh, for for all everyone who has helped us get to the point where we can actually upgrade. Oh man, how great is that? We you know what we we like to dig into the topics that the mass media doesn't. And um, I had another very interesting. I just want to be, before we get started. I just want to tell everyone I had another very interesting and, and heartfelt talk with a good friend. Uh, back in the day, Northeast Intelligence Network. You know, man, I'll tell you, Archangel. He was one. He is one of the best in terms of counterintelligence or intelligence gathering uh, assets. Turn him loose on a on a on an Islamic, an Arabic language Islamic terrorist website. <laughs> Yeah, it would be. It, it's like it's like watching a symphony. His abilities, and we were reminiscing too about uh, about uh, the information that was turned over to the federal government, and and th- this is pretty germane to what we're going to be talking about tonight as well. Because, um, and I'll never forget because he was the he was the the man who said, you know. It's time for me to leave. It's time for me to get out because what I can't tell the good guys from the bad, there's something terribly, terribly wrong. He's got a heart of gold. He's living in another country. and uh, But we were talking about all of the Islamic terrorism uh, uh, infiltration into the United States, much of which he had found. Oh, we could tell you stories. And in fact, hopefully, when he returns to the country for a visit, and this will not be announced ahead of time, but uh, when he does return to the country, uh, hopefully we'll have him on camera um, and interview him. He's already agreed to come on, on the show. I'm not sure about on camera, but uh, because there are a lot of people that really don't want him sucking air anymore. In case you hear that barking in the background, that's Lady or Studio Dog responding to our normal deliveries. Somehow we, we are on a late delivery schedule, and we bring her to the studio just about every show. Alerting, uh, she's a perimeter security, Joe. Yeah, she is. Yeah, anyway. Got a great show for you tonight, as always, with Ted Brewer. We are going to cover a lot of important information uh, from health and nutrition tips, his website, healthmasters.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Get on the email list. Listen to his radio show, as my dad said, here on Global Star Radio Network, 3 to 4 p.m. weekdays and 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Sundays before right. Dave Hodges. Yeah. And, and you know what? He, he, I'll tell you something. He's got a fantastic offer for you, all of the Hagman and Hagman listeners. You know, you talk about. I look at this as a being very generous. I intend to take advantage of, of this offer. Um, Ted will explain it. But uh, healthmasters.com for the holiday, he's got, and he'll explain this. But an offer, you're going to have to listen for the coupon code or the promo code to put in, and he'll explain that. But uh, Ted, thanks for joining us tonight, and thank you so much for your your. <laughs> Doug, thanks work. for having me back on tonight. I know uh, we were on last weekend or last Friday, 
And Joe asked me to cover an article that he emailed me during the show, and so you're giving me the opportunity to do what he asked me to do and cover this information. It's going to be one of those shows. Now, let me give you a few caveats before I start on this. We're going to get into the really, really, really heavy, not the physics part of it, but what the globalists are doing and how they're using this energy field they've put us into to control us. We're going to go into what's happening as far as the Lucis Trust folks and the articles they're putting out with their white magic telling us what they're planning on doing. Joe sent me that article. It's on building the carbon temple. I do not recommend that you read it. I will cover it in detail for you. I don't like the article at all. It's extremely new agey. It's extremely satanic. And I'll be honest with you, I had a difficult time of getting through it. And all I did was highlight the need to know information on this. I am not a new ager. I never have been a new ager. That information, disinformation was put out lots, I guess I should call it, uh, last year because I used the word correctly and basically had multiple meetings and I was not careful with the choice of my word. I've apologized, but I'm not going to do that tonight. I'm going to let you know in advance that I do not agree with all of this stuff that I am telling you guys tonight. Some of it that I do, I will tell you that I agree with this. And so it's going to be some interesting stuff that we're going to cover. So the first hour is going to be the esoteric stuff about building the carbon temple, what they're planning on doing. This is the most important part of the show. That's why I'm doing it first. The second part and will be all the I want to thank you, Ted. Um, I did ask you, uh, I did kind of put this in your in your field of vision. This is something I've been reading and, and have come across and have been studying for a little while. And uh, I did ask you if you could, you know, review it. And I appreciate you coming back so quickly and, and ready to cover it. Um, and folks, again, uh, I asked him to, to do this um, because this is a, a confusing issue, and we'll get into it more as the hour progresses. But uh, sorry to interrupt, Ted. Go ahead. Well, no, no. If, I, want, I want you to ask me as many questions as you want. I'll do my best to answer them from a physics standpoint. I'll try. Uh, second hour will be all nutrition. Third hour will be on local on the news. Uh, there's some crazy stuff that's happening all over the world right now, and, of course, you guys already know that. And we're going to be covering that in the third hour, nutrition, second hour. But I want to do this the first hour because a lot of the stuff from the physics standpoint, I really find enjoyable. Now, I always uh, wait, 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 uh, Ted. Ted. I, and I'm sorry to interrupt me this time. Um, I, I've, been, I've gotten a lot of emails since just since the beginning of the show. Uh, people wanting to know if you're going to be doing a show uh, this coming Sunday because of the I, holidays. So let's clear that. Okay, I'm good. I'm going to be live good. on Sunday night. I am. All right, very good. And, and folks, uh, we're doing a show as well on, on uh, Memorial Day. Um, okay. Oh, good. So good. Go, go, yeah. go ahead. But I, will, uh, I will be live on Sunday. The reason for that is I've been out of the country for you know almost four weeks, and so I missed a bunch of my shows on Sunday night because it was 2 o'clock in the morning where I was, and there's really no way to do it. So I decided that I wasn't going to miss this Sunday because I've missed so much. So, yes, I will be doing a live show this Sunday night. And I may even do a show on Monday, on Memorial Day itself. I haven't mentioned, I haven't, we haven't cleared that up with Todd yet. And I may go ahead and open the show up to questions. I don't normally do that, but live, I've done it once with live phone calls. We got to lose with phone calls, but I may go ahead and do that on Monday because I think we'll have a limited audience size because I have so many people that want to always ask us questions who really can't get through to us at the office because 
be honest with you, Doug, I'm not at the office very much, and every time I'm down there and I hear one of the Hagman listeners call in, I always pick up the phone, which there'll be dozens if not hundreds of your listeners have heard me do that over the years. But let's go ahead and start on building the carbon temple, and this is what the Luciferians have in store for us. Uh, let me just, I'm going to read you this stuff real quickly, and I'll talk about it, but it's not, I'm not going to cover all three parts of this article because it's not what I want to cover or talk about tonight because it's too weird. As a com- as is, this quote, I'm quoting this article now. As is commonly known, the basis of all organic life is carbon. I agree with that. And one of the secrets behind carbon's ability to form long polymer chains and construct organic forms is inherent magnetic power. That's also true. Until recently, scientific theory deemed it impossible to magnetize carbon at room temperature due to the arrangement of its electrons. The magnetic club was exclusive with just a few prestigious members, iron, cobalt, nickel, and a few rare alloys. That's why stainless steel is not magnetic because it does not contain iron. That is why it does not rust, in case you guys didn't know that. But now as a result of sophisticated light research, carbon has been officially recognized as part of this group, and science and technology are working to bring the two worlds of magnetism and carbon together, something the high priests of alchemy, and of course that also involves the Luciferians and the occultists and the Kabbalists, have been doing for a long time. Magnetism is an ordering phenomenon. The relationship between inner and outer man revolves around the alchemy of carbon and the current research into working electronically and magnetically with carbon has huge implications for the future. It will help humanity, this is what they're saying, transcend the physical plane through new conceptions of time-space. Now, I don't agree with that, so but I'm going to tell you what they're saying. It goes on to say, humanity will then start to work consciously as one to transform the earth and later the entire solar system. Remember, what these Luciferians are writing about here is this is what their goal has been the whole time. They want to change the earth. They want to terraform the planet. They want to change the entire solar system. They want to destroy everything. And what they want to do is they they state they want to turn it into a living temple. It will be a temple of transfigured carbon with humanity as a diamond-souled kingdom living and expressing itself through it. Again, Luciferian doctrine. The key to initiating this great Masonic, now they're going to be Masonic again, enterprise lies in an understanding phenomena of electricity through which the solar system is coordinated. Now, if you remember, they, they, carbon fiber, a lot of race cars are now being made out of carbon fiber. It's like the strongest substance when you lay it down in layers. It's stronger than steel. And a lot of frames are being made out of carbon fiber, etc. It's just the lightest, strongest thing that you can make on the planet. Carbon fiber nanotubes are based on the hexagonal structure of graphite and have the highest strength to weight ratio of any known material. That's why they use it on real manufacturing. Carbon, we know how to make things very small. On the other hand, we know how to, how, how about a lot about how to process and store information using magnetism. This opens up the door for future studies that will lead to improved magnetism and carbon that could one day mean that we'd be able to combine the magnetic and the carbon world. Even now, and I'm skipping through this, by the way, it's just highlighted. Even now, the electromagnetic waves that permeate the Earth and the ethers, they call it, through communication networks, are having, I'm going to repeat this, the electromagnetic waves that are permeating the Earth through communication networks are having a tremendous effect on the mineral essence of the planet, accelerating its evolution and making it more adaptable to future human use. We are witnessing the spiritual electrification of the entire world with corresponding changes in the human organism. Okay, what they just said here was this. They're changing the planet using electromagnetic energy. That's what they just said. They're changing it so they can use it more for the human organism. In other words, they're changing us through the use of electromagnetic energy using chemtrails, 
the Morgellons, tying it together with our DNA, all of this stuff they're doing, they're telling us right here in advance with their little white magic that they're changing and terraforming the planet using electrical energy. In addition to the pollution generated by breathing, now they're talking about us now, the carbon emissions produced by the human enterprise in general reveal toxicity within the collective consciousness. What they just told you here, this is on part three, is that we're polluting the planet because we're breathing air. Okay, and they want to get rid of us. Now, this is what they just said in this article, They're, but this is, how they, this is how they phrase it. In addition to the pollution generated by our breathing, the carbon emissions produced by the human enterprise in general reveal toxicity within the collective consciousness. They're trying to change the collective consciousness. They're trying to get rid of the toxicity, and by doing so, they have to get rid of us. This is one of the reasons they're having the eugenics protocol. Now, listen to this one. This is crazy. The required changes are already occurring in the forerunners of the race. That would be the Luciferians they're talking about now, which I don't agree with their forerunners, who are practicing dispassion and, as a coincidence, initiating the transfiguration of the human vehicle through the alchemy of carbon. Okay, what they just said is this. They're killing us. They're initiating the transfiguration of the human vehicle through the alchemy of carbon. Basically, these are psychopaths. They're unstable. They're unable to form emotional attachments, cool and calm. They run cold. They basically can kill you and not even think about it. I'm going to repeat this one more time. They say, the required changes are already occurring in the forerunners of the race. This would be the Luciferians who are practicing dispassion, which means they don't care if they immunize your children and kill them or you or kill them or spray you with sarin nerve gas. They don't care. If they nuke the whole stinking planet, they don't care. They want to get rid of the carbon exhalers on the planet and as a consequence they're initiating the transfiguration of the human vehicle through the alchemy of carbon and then now they're saying in the future this is again their, their, their doctrine humanity will become the diamond souled kingdom they're trying to change God's creation which I've talked about many many times with these Sabbateans we'll go into them in just a second and what they believe and why they're doing all of this at this point the work of electric masonry and the building of the carbon temple will proceed in earnest that's all I'm going to read of this nasty article. So what they're saying, what they're doing, is killing us and transforming the planet. Joe, did you get anything else from that article? Um, you know, there's a lot there. And as I, uh, I said to you, Affair, I don't understand the physics. I don't understand, you know, the how the elements work, especially amongst each other. You know, and it talks about this in part one. It says that this... Uh, uh, magnetic carbon has a central role to play in this process. Carbon being the hidden and long search for key to the philosopher's stone. We know the philosopher's stone is a Gnostic, um, pagan, uh, saying, and it is, it is op opposite the cornerstone, which is Jesus Christ, which the builders, the Masons rejected, as the Bible says. And that this is the esoteric, this is the, um, evil dark side trying to take over, you know, eternity, immortality, outside of the Lord. And and if I can add this, this is depopulation by stealth, okay? I mean, it, it, in a way. Um, and we we need to pay attention to, to, to this only because of its importance. And, you know... Um, we, we often talk about Ted. We often talk about the uh, um, the the uh, uh, well, a number of things, including the uh, Nazis, their work with eugenics and genocide. And this is not too far from that. The uh, the parallel um, 
parallel plans that they have for the human race, certainly ungodly, certainly satanic. So, so folks, I mean, it's amazing, Ted, to me that you were able to get through that. And it's rough because reading this stuff, it's, it's, it's satanic in nature. Go ahead, sir. And, yeah, there's more to it than that. They have, you know, this is part, building this, the carbon temple. They have electric tension and sacred space, science, alchemy, and psychological transhumanism. These are part of the articles that link from the one uh, carbon temple article. So it does get deep. No, it, uh, it does. And I read it all. And I, I'm not going to put that mess out. I, I'm not no, going to promote no. their agenda. I mean, I told you Amen. what they're doing. I exposed them for what they are. I'm fixing to expose them, really expose them here in a couple of minutes on a couple of the articles I pulled up. And we're going to cool. tell you who they are and what they're planning on doing. But I'm not going to, I don't see, see, last year I was accused of being a new age person and I read all this stuff and I practiced all this crazy stuff. It's all a bunch of lies. I don't do any of that. I don't even like reading this stuff, okay? I just basically, I'm a physicist, I'm a biologist, I've taken a lot of chemistry. I understand a lot of the stuff that they're doing, but I'm not going to, put this into my mind. I'm not going to put it into my brain. I don't want to think on the good things. I want to think on the Word of God. I want to read Scripture on a daily basis. I want to pray the things that I want. I don't want to give these guys any credence because I don't believe they're going to get any of this done because I think they're a bunch of Luciferians and I've read the end of the book of Revelation. It gets really negative for them. And if you read the book of Isaiah in chapter 14 or 15, it tells them these guys are all these world leaders that involves in all of this filth. They end up in hell in chains. Lucifer shows up and he's in chains. They're all bent out of shape because he's the one who promised them to get them out of hell and take care of them. Now he's all locked up. So that's how this is going to end for them because they have taken God Almighty, they've taken Yahweh, and they've tried to turn his creation upside down through their alchemy and through their, their physics knowledge. And they've been doing this with this hidden knowledge for years and years and years. They did it before with the pyramids. They've done it before already on this planet with Stonehenge. They've done all of this, and we're going to talk about that right now and how they've done it over the centuries. But remember, what God did in the Old Testament in Genesis chapter 6 when every thought was evil of all these guys all of the time and they had all these pyramids erected everywhere to control these energy fields that we're going to talk about in just a second which they're talking about in this article God just did it just did, did, did what he needed to do he just split the planet and basically split the continents and, and changed all the eddies from all of the uh, uh, the uh, the water fields and the electromagnetic fields that are underneath all of these huge monoliths and shut the power off to them that's what he did and that's what he did, and that's what he can do again. And so God's not going to put up with this stuff much longer. I really believe that. I mean, greater is he who is in us than he's in the world. And these filthy, 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 filthy people that do this to us, who don't have, who are these psychopaths who don't care if they kill you, kill me, kill our children, kill our families. The problem is we've given them permission to do it because we put the elected officials in office who basically have put the military in charge, who put these sociopath, psychopath, Satanists in charge, and now they've connected us back into the artificial intelligence. We're the ones that are, oh, oh, basically responsible for this mess. The people in Congress that are a bunch of pedophiles and weirdos should have had Obama impeached because of Fast and the Furious years ago, and they did not because there's too many of them up there that are involved in these weird Luciferian retreats that they do with Bohemian Grove and everything else they're involved with their pedophilia, and they're afraid that if they start blowing the whistle on him and impeaching him, that basically they're going to get exposed. That's the reason they haven't arrested Hillary. Hillary knows too much. If she goes down, she's taking a bunch of people with her, so they're never going to put her down. They can't. She, they know too, she knows too much, and the, the Obama Justice Department with Lynch will never allow her to be prosecuted. And even if she was charged, it would be momentarily while Obama pardoned her. And it would be some kind of excuse like, well, she was operating under my auspices, and she was doing what she was supposed to do, and she made a judgment and error. I'm not going to charge her for that because we were under tremendous duress during all of these times, and so I'm going to pardon her. And that's what's going to happen. 
It's like Bernie, Bernie Sanders now wants to debate Trump. That's the worst thing Trump could do. Bernie Sanders will fall on his sword to put Trump down to do the best he can. It would be a disaster for Trump if he, if he went out and, and, and basically did a big debate with Bernie Sanders. Because I'll say one thing about Bernie Sanders, Doug. A lot of what he says is true. Almost everything Hillary says is a lie. You know, Bernie has slammed the big banks. He has slammed Wall Street. He slammed the Federal Reserve. He slammed a lot of things. And, you know, so, but they don't want Bernie to go in there and debate Trump unless it's just to give Bernie some leg up. I don't know what's going on with all that. But let's get back to all of this stuff with this esoteric stuff. Let's talk about quantum physics for a second. Doug, I said this to you years and years and years ago. Well, probably two or three years ago now. And I was talking to you about how the, the, the slit experiment showed that basically matter is created or becomes solid or tangible after thought transforms it and that nothing is really solid in this energy matrix that we live in but our consciousness creates that now physics has proven that so that sounds all weird to you hey join the club it sounds pretty weird to me too but that's just the way it works in this weird universe that we're in this holographic generated field that we live in Nobel Prize this is an article Nobel Prize winning physicists have proven beyond a doubt that the physical world is a one large sea of energy that flashes into and out of being in milliseconds over and over again Basically, nothing is solid. This is the world of quantum physics. They have proven that thoughts are what put together and hold together this ever-changing energy field of the objects that we see. Why do we see a person instead of a flashing cluster of energy? Think of a movie reel. A movie reel is a collection of 24 frames a second. Each frame is separated by a gap. However, because of the speed by which the one frame replaces another, our eyes get cheated into thinking that we is a continuous moving picture. A TV tube is simply a tube with heaps of electrons hitting the screen in a certain way, creating the illusion of form and motion. Here's the thing. Our body, our mind, when it sees a TV tube, it can't tell if it's real or if it's false. It gives you the same type of emotional response that you do if you're there in person. That's why you cry. That's why you yell at football games when you're watching them on the TV. Your brain doesn't understand that, and they know that. The average American right now spends around 10 hours a day in front of some type of media allowing himself to be programmed. That was my little ad lib, by the way. Our thoughts are linked to this invisible energy, and they determine what the energy forms. Your thoughts literally shift the universe on a particle-by-particle -particle basis to create your physical life. You literally become what you think about the most, which we've proven that repeatedly by the Bible. The Bible says that. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your life becomes what you've imagined and believed in the most. The world is literally a mirror enabling you to experience in a physical plane what you hold as the truth until you change it. Quantum physics shows us that the world is not the hard, unchangeable thing it may appear to be. Instead, is a very fluid place continuously built up using our individual and collective thoughts. Our bodies are made out of circulatory, digestive, endocrine, muscular, nervous, reproductive, respiratory, skeletal, urinary parts. Uh, they're all made of tissues and organs. The tissues and organs are made out of cells. And molecules, the cells and molecules are made out of atoms, and the atoms are made out of subatomic particles. All of these are made out of energy. If you saw yourself under a powerful electron microscope or conducted experiments on yourself, you would see that you were made up of a cluster of ever-changing energy in the form of electrons, neutrons, photons, and so on. Your world is basically your mind, your body, and, of course, God, the spirit world where he's in. Uh, body has no power to create, although it gives the illusion of the power to do so. This illusion is what causes the frustration. The key to this information is that you, when you learn to see the universe differently, than you truly desire. See, a lot of that stuff is going to sound kind of new age, yet I don't, I don't agree with that whole article, but parts of that are right, because the truth of the matter is this. We have seen in quantum mechanics 
that we basically create tangible reality around us. Now, here's another article that was written by another author. He says it's basically the same thing. In many ways, the dark forces and the controllers, these are the Luciferians, have already enslaved us, but they have not achieved their ultimate goal, which is the control of everything, which they talk about in the article I just read, including our minds and our souls. The bad news is they've already enslaved a lot of people's souls, but the good news is they can only enslave our souls with our consent. The type of world government that the controllers and their masters want is a totalitarian, fascist, Luciferian government. These are the, there, are, there are a few types of Luciferianism. The one that is practiced by the controller supports Lucifer and teaches followers to go against the natural order of the universe. Occult Luciferianism teaches Luciferians to mock Yahweh, the God, the God who created everything. Its main goal is to use esoteric knowledge and real magic to assist them to rebel against the prime creator, which is Yahweh, so they can become gods themselves, that's what they're taught by this article, and rule the universe. That's why they don't care who they enslave or who they try to kill or who they sacrifice and they have to do it. The purpose, this article goes on to say, the purpose for plugging our DNA into their artificial matrix is to enslave our minds so they can basically, basically use us for the energy that we create. These demons need to feed on our energy to survive. The Bible says as Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those who may devour. devour. Now the reason they have to do this according to this article is because they've been cut off from God who basically is the source of all power and energy and so they've had to find another source which actually makes a little bit of sense on that one. Now here's another one. Nothing is solid and everything is energy. Scientists explain the world of quantum physics. What we perceive as our natural physical material world is really not a set of physical or material at all, in fact, is far from it. This has been proven time again and again by multiple Nobel Peace, Nobel Peace Prize winners, and including the Niels Bohr, the famous physicist. Right. Probably the, 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 the double slit experiment, if people want more information, that's what you're... What you're referring to, correct? I mean, that and um, apparently they've done other things too on it, Doug. Right. Okay. And, and, right. If Niels Bohr says, if if you can just you can just quote, just Google him, Niels N I E L S Bohr B O H R. If quantum mechanics hasn't profoundly shocked you yet, you haven't understood it. Okay. Everything we call real is made up of things that cannot be regarded as real. Science began to recognize that everything in the universe is made of energy. And it goes into detail about how this is a conundrum that we're all in, and that nobody really understands how this thing works, but we now know how it functions. A fundamental conclusion of the new physics also acknowledges that the observer creates the reality. This is your slit experiment. As observers are personally involved with the creation of our own reality. Physicists are being forced to admit that the universe is a mental construction. Pioneering physicist Sir James Jean wrote, the stream of knowledge is heading towards a non-mechanical reality. The universe begins to, begins to look more like a giant, great thought. As a man thinketh in his heart, let there be light. That's what God said. That a great machine. Mind no longer appeals to be an accident. The mind, the mind no longer appears to be an accidental intruder into the realm of matter. We thought rather hail it as a creator and the governor of the real matter. In other words, we're saying that the mind is controlling this. That's why we have to guard our thoughts. We have to understand how this works. Now here's another article. And you guys stop me anytime you want, because this is, I've got about four of these. This is another one on mind is the matrix of matter. It says if each and every one of us suddenly decided to believe in and support a different matrix when we woke up tomorrow, this is why I always talk about with prayer. If we all got together and prayed together, that's why these guys are so scared that Christians are going to wake up and take authority. He says the world would literally change overnight. If we chose freedom instead of fear, courage instead of cowardice, strength instead of weakness, love and compassion instead of anger and misunderstandings, or forgiveness and mercy instead of grudges, then we'd be gracefully gliding through some type of utopia. 
and then there's other physicists, John Hagelin, he quoted this, let me quote him. And what we've discovered at the core basis of the universe, the foundation of the universe, is God. <laughs> it's a unified intelligence field that, that combines gravity, electromagnetism, light with radioactivity, with a nuclear force. So that all the forces of nature and so-called particles of nature, the quarks, the leptons, the protons, the neutrons, are now understood to be one. They are just all different ripples in a single ocean of existence that is the unified field which is created by God. And that field is a non-material field. It is ultimately a field of consciousness and everything in the universe is nothing but that. It's just a field of vibration. So it's what it's saying here is this, and this is what you go back to this first article that I read that Joe wanted me to read. They're trying to use the energy that's being run through the planet now to fundamentally change the world, the planet, the elements, the crust, and everything. Right now, Michael Snyder put an article out that we'll talk about in a little while, and he says that there's like 40 active volcanoes going off on the planet right now. Well, there's a reason for that. They're pumping all of this energy into the crust, and it's causing all of these problems with the planet because these guys are planning on terraforming this planet, and that's what they're trying to do. Here's another article. Consciousness is the holographic illusion of reality. And it goes to the unified field theory. This is very, very good how this, how this explained. Because physical reality as we perceive it is a product or a set of symptoms arising from the unified field. Newtonian physics and natural laws arise from illusion. That the product the unified field is given to in quantum physics, and that, that we're given to, given to us. Quantum physics, however, studies our reality at the quantum level, the unimaginably small level, which everything's made of energy. This guy does a great job. Let me read just another paragraph out of his thing. He's, this is, he does a good job on this. So if matter fundamentally consists of particles of energy and empty space. The thing is, when particles of energy are observed, they appear as just that, particles of energy. But when they're not being observed, they do not exist. They appear as a frequency wave or an energy wave and a wave of probabilities. I love the way he said that. It follows that if you're looking at an object that does not yet exist, or more accurately, it has not yet manifested. It simply exists as waves of possibilities and probabilities until you perceive it. The unified field is the infinite soup of intelligent energy. Of course, we're talking about God again, in the form of energetic waves, probably that, that we exist within. And then he goes on to say, which is, which is really, really good here at the end, he says, and when we look away, the reality is not gone. The information with the unified field is still there. We are simply not decoding it. If we look at a table, we decode the unified field through our consciousness and know that the table, we look away. The table remains in a waveform as it always was, a table coded into the field. We look again and decode the field and we see the table once more. Now they're finding there's actually computer coding inside of this thing. Now what's neat about all of this is, you say, well, what does this have to do with us as human beings? Well, what it has to do with us as human beings is that God has given us the ability of thought. Thought scalar waves. And I've, you, guys, you guys have heard me tell you this a hundred times. The only thing real in this existence that we live in are our souls. And our souls are tied together with our mind and our consciousness. That's all we have here that's real. All the rest of it is just an energy field. And these demons, they come in and they, they, they basically need our energy to live. And the one guy said it very good. Since they've been cut off from Yahweh, they can no longer use the energy of the, that God created. They've got to get energy from us. And they do that through our life photons, through human sacrifice. And when we do what they, when we do this for them and we give them that energy, they help us to change the unified field that we exist in to create the reality that we want. Hence, that's why these guys at the top of them, we talked about this last week. A lot of these guys who are involved in Hollywood, they're Kabbalists. They run around with a little red string on their, on their, on their wrist, and they, they have learned to sacrifice to these demons to get what they want out of life. Katy Perry said it very succinctly in a video, I've sold my soul to the devil. That's what they do. And what that allows them to do is to get what they want in this unified field that we're in. Here's the problem.
the thoughts and the consciousness that we are here have a limited time in this field, and then it goes off into eternity. These guys are literally trading, Doug, Joe, 10, 20 years until they're used up and they're sacrificed or they, they, they get killed by these same guys. They're taking their entire future, their entire existence for eternity, and they're trading it for a few years of recognition in this hologram that we live in. And see, and Lucifer knows that. And see, that's why they're selling their soul to the devil. The music industry is the worst about that. And, and we've gone into detail on how they do this, you know, using the chemtrails and the physics behind all of that. So, do you guys have any comments about that? Because we're fixing it. I'm fixing it. I'm, I'm staying on this topic, but we're going to go into a few other things on this. No, I just want people not to be intimidated. No. Folks, don't, don't be intimidated by this information. Um, it, it really, it's, it's not, uh, Ted, I mean, it's, it seems complex and complicated and sometimes cumbersome and unnecessary. But what you're, what you're providing is really the background, the basis for, um, uh, well, creation, essentially, and, and the current, um, existence in which we find ourselves. And, and it's really, I mean, it's, I don't want to minimize it, but I mean, it's nothing more than that. Um, but, but do well, not be well, intimidated. But, but, but see, I, but I want people to understand that when we go in that and see, when I talked about Jesus being on the cross, being omnipresent, okay, and, you know, covering all the timelines at once, and how Lucifer can no longer go back into time, because if Lucifer could go, if Lucifer could go back into time, he never would crucify the Son of Glory. He never would have allowed that to happen. He'd have changed it. He'd have changed the timeline. He can't. When he was cast out of God's dimension, the highest dimension, you know, the, from the Most High, as we call him the Most High, Yahweh, he was cast down. He no longer has the ability to go back into, into time, through time, space, back into these previous times and previous eras. He never would have allowed the Son of Glory to be crucified. Stop it. Okay? He can't stop it now because he can't go back in time. So God's DNA through Christ... Okay, that's, you know, he said he's the exact replicant, take replication of God. It says in the book of Hebrews. Now he's born son of man. He was born of the flesh. Okay, he was born as a man. He went through all the stuff that we have to go through so the scripture would be fulfilled. But he's on the cross, and his blood cries out much more than Cain's blood cries out. When Cain, Cain killed Abel, I mean, Abel's blood cries out. And it says again in the book of Hebrews. And what it's doing is emitting a code, a frequency through all time space that basically takes and restores us back to the righteousness of Christ to return us back to God. That's why the blood had to be spilled on the cross. This is a very difficult concept that I never could understand until last year. God kind of downloaded all the stuff to me and, you know, and showed me why this had to happen this way. And that's why it happened that way. Because I could never understand the importance of blood throughout the Old Testament, the importance of blood through the New Testament. And without the shedding of blood, there was no remission of sins. Well, now I understood it. Because had Christ not done that, his DNA would not be out there calling out for us to restore us to the righteousness of God through Christ. That's why we have the way, that's the way that it works. But Lucifer can't go back in time and change it. That's why he runs about as a roaring lion. And he has really deceived himself and his followers who believe all this weirdo stuff that he teaches, that he's going to be able to completely take the universe and change it now, apparently to a carbon matrix, and have these temples built for him. It's complete nonsense. Now, here's another article. Matter will be created from light within one year, claims a scientist. I mean, think about that. They're going to be able to create matter from light within one year. And, I mean, who, the, the ladder, remember, light's an energy wave. Now they're going to be able to create matter from it. Researchers have worked out how to make matter from pure light and are drawing up plants to demonstrate the feat within the next 12 months. The theory underpinning 
The idea was first described 80 years ago by two physicists who later worked on the first atomic bomb. And they considered the conversion of light into matter impossible in a laboratory. And now they have found how, how to do it. It takes multiple steps. The process is one of the most spectacular predictions of a theory called quantum electrodynamics. Again, they're bringing the electrodynamics in, the magnetism in with the quantum theory that was developed in the run-up to the Second World War. And this is stuff this technology 70, 80 years old. It's all back with Einstein. You might call it the most dramatic consequences of QED and clearly shows the light and matter are interchangeable. Light and matter interchangeable. Okay, well, we just told you how that works because of the frequency. MK Ultra Researcher puts electrodes in people's brains for the U.S. government. They're doing this by putting certain frequencies through the brain to change the attention field or to change the energy going into the brain to control the thoughts and to control the state of mind. That's what they're doing with the cell towers. That's what they're doing with the Gwen towers. That's what they're doing with the wireless. All of this stuff right now is permeating the earth, just like they said in their article, and it's literally transforming the planet. Study proves electromagnetic fields from cell towers can amplify pain. I mean, we've covered this one before, and now they know they can use cell towers to actually cause tremendous pain and actually kill people within a geographic radius around the cell towers, and there are literally thousands and thousands and thousands of cell towers all over the United States. They can turn on and start putting horrible frequencies through it. Here's an interesting article. Now I'm getting back to the side to all of this. Who really controls the world? It says the four horsemen of the banking apocalypse. Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, Citigroup, and Wells Fargo own the four horsemen of the oil. Exxon Mobil, Dutch Royal Shell, Amico, and Chevron Texaco in tandem with other European and old money behemoths. But their monopoly over the global economy does not end at the edge of the oil patch. According to the company 10K filings to the SEC, the four horsemen of the banking apocalypse are among the top 10 stockholders of virtually every Fortune 500 corporation. It is well known that in 2009, of the top 100 largest economic entities of the world, 44 were corporations. The wealth of these families, which are among the top 10% shareholders in each of these, is far in excess of national economies. In fact, total global GDP is around $70 trillion. That's the entire planet. The Rothschild's family's wealth alone is estimated to be in the trillions of dollars. Some people say in the quadrillions. So it's the case of the Rockefellers who helped and provided money all along by the Rothschilds, which now we know that in research. Same thing with J.P. Morgan. The U.S. has an annual GDP in the range of 14 to 15 trillion dollars, which pales into significance before the wealth of these trillionaires. With the U.S. government and most European countries in debt to the elite, there should be absolutely no doubt as to who owns the world and controls it. To quote Eustace Mullins from his book, The World Order, quote, the elites rule the U.S. through their foundations, the Council on Foreign Relations, and the Federal Reserve System with no serious challenges to their power. Expensive political campaigns are routinely conducted with carefully screened candidates who are pledged to the program of the world order. Should they deviate from the program, they would have an accident or be framed on a sex charge or indicated in some type of financial irregularity. I want to give you the article name. This is by uh, Professor Dr. Moshahid Karaham, K-A-M-R-A-N, who really controls the world. And the entire article goes into the Rothschild cartel. Now, we've talked many times about the sabotage of humanity, the Khazarians out of the 8th century. I'm just going to give you a real quick thing on this. 
It says, Sabbatean refers to the Kabbalist lineage dating back to Shabbatay Zevi, who ran with the twisted occult teachings of a denizen of the deep satanic occultist named Isaac Luria. Sabbatay later gained massive power and notoriety and eventually proclaimed himself to be the Messiah. His subsequent influence is still very alive in many forms in which it has since morphed. His credo of these Luciferians, these Sabbateans, the underlying belief in a nutshell, that we shall bring destruction, perversion, and chaos to precipitate the return of our true God, which is theirs is Lucifer, under whom we shall have full reign over humanity, and we can do whatever we want to do without compunction or conscience, anything under any guise. Hence, the ruthless wars, economic rape, false flags, deliberate information, and destruction of anything that stands in their way of worldwide dominion and parasitic abuse. They recognize no boundaries, no rules. For them, they are none. We are inferior fools for thinking that they, that right and wrong, have any meaning than to keep the ignorant and slaves. Is how they believe. You need to look no further than the rabid genocidal favor of these, of these bankers and their minions and the parasitic worldwide banking cartel for the most obvious outcropping of this Luciferian mindset. So this is the Rothschild banking card that has taken it over. Rothschilds were brought in by Jacob Frank, after Sabatain died. These are the guys that are running all of this stuff. Now here's one, Joe, that you're going to like. I want to share one, with you. one more thing on this magnetism. This is Kesh, Maxwell, Hertz, and the key to gravity, electromagnetism, and physics. <laughs> this is by Ian Greenlaw. He goes, it's all in the ether, and the ether is all around us, which is the surrounding air, like the black matter, etc. And like a fish does not perceive the water, so we do not perceive the ether. And he goes on to saying, if I understand things right when my suspicions are correct, that the ether was mainstream in physics until the Clark-Maxwell equations. That electricity, gravity, and magnetism are the same thing, and powerful people don't want you to know that. At some point at the end of the 19th century, the exploitation of petroleum for profit, profit was getting underway. Those who stood to profit acted as a press of knowledge that electrical potential was everywhere around us. This is what Tesla figured it out. But he was blocked by J.P. Morgan, who worked for the Rothschilds, to, because he would not, they would not allow him to give us free energy, and we have cars right now that would run on free energy. I mean, we have no, we have no pollution from this petrochemical world, but they don't care about that. It's all about the money for these guys. Then he goes on to say, we live in an electric universe, and the key to controlling gravity is also the key to extracting usable electric power from the ether. This is knowledge that the elite don't want to, doesn't want to get out, as it contains with its potential to obliterate petroleum-based economies that their wealth and their power has built on. And one more thing for you, Joe. He says, it appears that Maxwell's first two formulas describe what gravity is, and his second two formulas describe what light or transverse radio waves are. This is according to Hertz's own information. According to J.J. Thomas and T.T. Brown, electrostatic levitation, which is the propulsion they use in spaceships that they have now, they already have this, is the Germans discovered this, is a form of anti-gravity because it uses an electrical overgradient to cancel the effect of gravity by pushing out the magnetic lines of force, creating a form of magnetic buoyancy. In other words, we can lift any amount of weight we want by simply doing this. Even in the vacuum of free space, there still remains over 10 billion electrically active particles of all types per cubic inch that will conduct electricity. This is why space is not empty and the ether really does ex exist. Maxwell's equations will not work without it. And so this is what we're trying to tell you guys, that we're in an energy field that's being controlled by these guys who are trying to control it, and these are the guys who control the money and have been controlling society all the way back with the Druids, all the way back. We did a whole show on that too. Now here's another interesting article. 
and it's by Marker Freeman. It says, Black magic is the force that rules the world. So it is satanic black magicians which constitute the true controllers of the world. Okay, remember, guys, these guys are writing this because they don't understand who we are in Christ Jesus. These guys may control what they think they control, but they have no authority over us. Greater is he who is in us than in the world. I'm going to continue reading the article, at least in the earthly human realm. The satanic black magicians pull the strings, not the politicians, corporate bosses, military heads, intelligence chiefs, or even the international bankers, although many of those also are the role of Satanists. The New World Order elite fulfill a hidden role in an outer, more respectable public role. While many satanic black magicians are also businessmen and bankers, and also judges, I may add, I've run into those before, their true ruling power comes from Satanism and the twisted use of humanity's creative power, which they use in their secular roles of society. One more thing on this one, and we're going to change the topic on this one. Black magic at its core is really about demonic possession, since the world is made of energy, not matter. And since energy moves in waves and has frequencies, the satanic rituals are designed to entrain the energetic biofrequencies of the participants with, their other, with that of other dark entities, so there's a vibrational match. Once there's a frequency resonance or lock, an exchange can take place. Energy, which they feed off of these, these parasitic demons, intent or information go from one to being to the other being, and the dimension can be transferred into another. It works both ways. The person gets possessed and receives information from these, these demons, while the dark entities always take something back from the person, which is the energy. The theme of possession crops up again and again when exposing the worldwide conspiracy that's been going on for a long time. It was said that Hitler was demonically you know, possessed. One more article on this. Scientists finally admit there is a second secret DNA code which controls the genes, that there's no such thing as junk DNA, and when the right frequency is used, it can actually change DNA. Here's what the article says. This finally and scientifically explains why affirmations, autogenesis training, hypnosis, and others can have, have such a strong effect on humans and their bodies. It is entirely normal and natural for our DNA to react to frequency. Again, remember, our blood and our DNA is simply a Tesla step of transformer coil. It receives information. While Western researchers cut single genes from DNA strands and insert them elsewhere, Russians have enthusiastically worked on devices that can influence cellular metabolism through suitable modulated radio and light frequencies. So they can successfully transform, for example, by simply using a certain energy, frog embryos to salamander embryos by transmitting the DNA information patterns. This way, the entire information was transmitted without any of the side effects or disharmonies encountered with cutting and reintroducing single genes. <laughs> this represents an unbelievable world transforming evolution and, and, and without having to do any gene or DNA splicing. This is what they're planning on doing with us. This is what all the energy is about. And then one more article here on TV and brain chemistry, because I know we're almost out of time in this first hour, how TV affects your brain chemistry for the worst, part two. And it goes into detail how your brain goes into a beta state, sometimes even deeper than that, a theta state, and you actually can't tell the difference between reality and not reality, and you actually have the same chemical messengers that are being sent by the brain when you watch TV for an extended period of time. Now, here's the final one I want to end this with. Let's use a quote on this one, Joe. Biotech, here we go, are seeking ways to make people suffer eternally. <laughs> this is incredible. This is by Nicholas West. Oxford University have literally found drugs now that can distort a person's sense of time to literally create a feeling of eternal damnation. The recent article discussing the work of Dr. Rebecca Roach opens with one line, sentencing credible to eternity in an artificial hell may one day become a reality. And according to researchers, this day could be here soon. 
Roche and her team at Oxford apparently seek to correct the inadequacies of sentencing guidelines of the most heinous criminals. The prime example is they could actually take a person, put them into this field, into these drugs for one day, and it would feel as though they were in eternity suffering pain and being tormented. Dr. Roche suggests that psychoactive drugs would distort one's sense of time, could be more precisely developed and administered with the prison system. Such distortion could theoretically lead to a prisoner who would actually literally think after one day that he had been confined to eternal torment. This is what they want to do. This is the kind of sickos these people are. And guys, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. They have no authority over you and me because when we connect ourselves with God in his dimension, it's the highest dimension out there. That's why they call him the most high. Some say it's the 13th, some say it's the 15th, some say it's the 25th. I don't know. Nobody really knows for sure which dimension God is in, but he's in the highest. And when we're connected to him through Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit, he shares with us his omniscience, his omnipresence, and his omnipotence. And these things, these demons, have no authority over us. The problem is the Christian church has been castrated because of the 5013C corporations, and the Christian preachers no longer want to preach the truth. So while they're out there doing all of this stuff to our DNA and transforming the planet, they throw things to us like, oh, we're going to have transgender bathrooms now. <laughs> transgender bathrooms are, are a joke. I mean, most companies don't have the money to replace all their bathrooms. They can put like a family bathroom in there. That's not what they want. They want everybody not to pay any attention to what they're doing behind the scenes. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Nothing to see here. Move on. That's what they do, and they constantly do it with the news, Doug, and it just absolutely nauseates me. So, guys, that was the first hour. What do you think? Can you repeat that, Ted? <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Re- yeah, I, just back it up and hit replay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. That was one of the most succinct explanations out there, and thank you. Just thank you, because you hit so many important points. And if I can just add one thing here. Um, when you re- when you reference, and, and we get this uh, this question by email a lot of times, when you reference uh, Sabatay and Frankis, uh, what this is, folks, very simply, is uh, going back to back in the 1600s, That's right. uh, self-proclaimed uh, 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 Turkish sultan, um, in fact, I won't even get into it, but the bottom line is this. Uh, infiltration, stealth, cunning uh, people. It's an invisible network that are trying to rule us all. And if you just look at the back of the dollar bill, it's a cult of the all-seeing eye, basically, is what you're referring to. And that's what the Sabatian Francis are. They're uh, religious chameleons as well as Luciferians. They're everywhere. And... Um, you know, examples include FDR, Churchill, Hitler, Mao Zedong, and the list goes on and on. So it uh, extends culture, re- religion, and, and politics. So thank you. What, thank you. What, what they do, they masquerade as Kabbalists, as Jewish folks, and they're not. They're Satanists. And, you know, Amen. 99% of the Jewish folks are not involved in these people at all. I mean, it's just, and so what they do, this is how they masquerade. And, and that's why the Jews have gotten such a bad rap, because they've basically been used by these guys. Uh, these guys are not Jewish. They're Sabbateans. They're Kabbalists. They're, they're basically Luciferians. And you could say the same thing. George Bush is involved with them. Council 300, Bilderberger Group, Bohemian Grove, the Rockefellers, all of these guys. And, you know, these guys are just, so it's not, so don't come out and say it's the Jews. It's not the Jews. Okay, there's bad Jews, there's bad Christians, there's bad Muslims, there's bad Hindus, there's bad Buddhists. But guys, everybody of everything's not bad. You can't, you can't, you can't qualify it like that. It doesn't work that way. That's right. Ted, we're up against Stop the Hour Break. We'll be right back talking about nutrition on the other side with Dr. Ted Brewer from healthmasters.com. Stay with us. 
on this Friday to This is the Global Star Radio Network. Your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden, exposing the the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. back, ladies and gentlemen, to this Friday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Our guest tonight is Dr. Ted Brewer. His website, healthmasters.com. Sign up for their newsletter. Uh, sign up to get their email alerts. Get his book, Breakthrough Health, or listen to him and his son on their radio show right here on Global Star Radio Network, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern weekdays and 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Sunday nights right before Dave Hodges. Again, here on Global Star Radio Network. We're going to turn it over to Ted in hour number two. Let you get right back into it. All right. Thanks so much, uh, Joe. Uh, real quick, uh, healthmasters.com is our website. We have a coupon code. We have a big sale for Memorial Day. It's a 5% off everything sale, and that includes the three packs. We have three pack specials, you know, on protein powders and HGH and also purple sticks. So you get a big discount on the third box you buy and also another 5% on top of that. So if you guys want to stock up on purple sticks, I was able to get some more stuff from the manufacturer. Now they're saying they're out of them again. So I told Austin, I said, no, nah, we got enough of them in stock. We can do a three-pack special this one time, uh, you know, on a discount and go for that. So if you guys want to really load up on them, you can. Uh, also, the, those are the purple sticks. And, the, of course, the HGA stimulate, all of that stuff is going to be another 5% off on all of those top products you know, on top of the three-pack specials that we have. If you want to get a distiller, it's a good time to get that. So thank you, guys. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting the Hagmans. Uh, thank, thank you for allowing me to help sponsor the show. I mean, we're all working together, me, Doug, Dave, Hodges, Joe, all of us are trying to do the best to support one another and edify each other. I remember we were just talking during the break. 
You know, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. That's not what our call is to be. Our call is not to set up websites to try to discredit people or hurt other Christians. Our call is to try to build the body of Christ and become unified believers. Because remember, as we talked about in the past hour, if we can all work together in unison and pray the same prayers and believe the same things, we can literally change this holographic reality we have within days, within hours. We can change everything. And that's what the controllers are scared to death of. They're so afraid that we're going to learn this. Because that's what was going on you know, with Atlantis, that's what was going on with the uh, with the pre-pandemic civilizations, that was going on with the pyramids. And so once they understand, and we understand how to correct all of these weirdos that are doing this stuff to us, I mean, you know, they have no authority and no power over us. And so it's really important that we all encourage one another, build each other up, and support each other. And that's why I really recommend and highly recommend that you support Hagman. There's a page on Hagman's website that you can give money through PayPal. Guys, please support Doug and Joe, and thank you for supporting Health Masters. We manufacture the highest quality supplements in the world. Uh, Dave Hodges has got a joint protocol on there. Doug's got a healthy blood sugar protocol on there. We've got a healthy immune system protocol on there. And I was able to travel to and from Europe and stay on my healthy immune system protocol and stay totally healthy. My wife didn't stay on it. They varied off of it. She got a lung infection now. She got a cough, and so she's all upset because she can't be on the show on Sunday night. It'll be me in Austin. But the point is, it works. It works really, really well. Now, here's some more stuff. CDC is now forced to reveal documents that says and proves the thimeral vaccine that's used in back the thimeral the thimerosal, which is mercury, causes autism. Unbelievable. Uh, Dr. Hooker, a Ph.D. scientist, worked with two members of Congress to craft a letter to the CDC that recently resulted in obtaining long-awaited data from the CDC, the significant, which is historic, the significance. According to Hooker, the data on over 400,000 infants born between 91 and 97, which was analyzed by the CBDC epidemiologist Thomas Verstein, proves unequivocally that in 2000, CDC officials were informed internally of the very high risk of autism non-organic sleep disorder and speech disorder associated with mercury. I mean, this stuff is still being used. There's still traces of it in the vaccines. And if you're taking the flu shot, it's still in the flu shot for you and your kids. So there you go. Now here's another article. Antidepressants are not just for depression anymore. <laughs> now they're using it. Depression accounts for only a little more than half of the antidepressant usage. <laughs> Doctors also use antidepressants to treat anxiety, insomnia, pain, panic disorders, fibromyalgia, migraine, obsessive-compulsive disorders, and all kinds of other off-label conditions. Two out of every three non-prescription, non-depression-depressed prescriptions for antidepressants were hounded out under an unofficial label. I mean, they're addicting people to these crazy compounds that aren't even made to design for it. Here's another article. It says 22% this is by uh, J.D. Hayes, 22% of resettled refugees in Minnesota, these are the guys that are coming in from other countries, are testing positive for tuberculosis. But the CDC says your healthy child is the real problem. <laughs> Federal and state governments under authoritarian left-wing regimes are increasingly demanding that parents subject their children to potentially dangerous vaccines. But when it comes to migrants and refugees coming into the country... The demand basically vanishes for these guys getting vaccines. As, as reported by Breitbart News in, in recent days, a shocking 22% of refugees who the feds have resettled in Minnesota <laughs> test positive for tuberculosis. That compares to just 4% of the entire population, according to the most recent information from the Centers for Disease Control. What do you guys think about this? You know, I did a show I, about three years ago now 
I did a bunch of shows summer three years ago about what was going on with the open border policy of the Obama folks. And I told them, I said, the problem is you're bringing people from these third world countries in which a lot of these diseases like polio and tuberculosis have not been eradicated which are primarily due to the conditions that these people live in and the squalor they live in and the filth they live in. What do you guys think about them bringing these guys in with all of these diseases, but yet they're trying to force our children to take these immunizations? Well, yeah, you know what, Ted, it's the Tavistockian mindset and ideology being pushed on us. It's amazing because a couple of um, uh, situation comedies and and even uh, a couple of SNL skits, Saturday Night Live skits, uh, make fun or or attempt to uh, uh, say it's the unvaccinated American child that's the problem, and, and you know it, it, it's sad uh, when you watch this and you see this. So, but this is all by design, I believe, and, and it's to uh, uh, it's a slow death, a slow kill. Vaccinations, vaccines, it's unnecessary. Well, no, they are, and see that's that's the biggest problem that we have in America is that. Because the media is controlled by these four horses of the banking apocalypse that I talked about last hour, you know, through their interlocking corporate directorships, they pretty much want to get rid of us, like Joe's article talked about. They want to eliminate us because we're breathing out carbon dioxide and we're polluting their world. I mean, a bunch of weirdos. I mean, these guys don't care. They're a bunch of, a bunch of psychopaths. They have no feeling for any of us. They don't care how many children they damage. And again, I believe, and I believe a lot of people who believe in this now too, they like these children that have autism because they're a lot easier for these entities to possess. And I believe that's one of the other reasons that they're doing this because there's no other reason by 2025 to have half the children being immunized with autism. I mean, what in the world are they doing that for except for, of course, population control because after half your kids are going to get autism, nobody's going to want to ever have children. And so it's kind of sad. Here's another article on copper. It says that copper in too high quantities can be toxic. That's why it's very, very important that you make sure that you're drinking distilled water and not water from copper pipes in your houses because they can actually leach into the water. But also remember, if you don't have the right kind of copper that's been basically chelated with a protein to be absorbed into your body through your supplements, you will lose elasticity in your blood vessels and you can end up with ruptured aortic aneurysms and different types of strokes. Copper is really, really important to maintain elasticity and so your multiple vitamin has to have that in the proper form. We have that at Health Masters with our ultimate multiple. Now here's another one. U.S. House Committee is now launching an investigation into the EPA cover-up of glyphosate. Think about that. Of course, I don't think this is going to go anywhere because this is all these guys are just they're, they're, all these guys are paid for and whatever. But they're saying that they want to know why in the world the EPA has done this and has not has not policed it. It says glyphosate is now on the agenda for consumers and farmers across the world. The discovery of the herbicide in our bodies, in our food, at hormone hacking levels is alarming. The EPA should be protecting all of us by providing a fully independent scientific analysis of the chemical. However, this is not happening. And the EPA, again, working against public health protection, Rowland's concluded. See, this is a thing that nobody wants to believe, that the government is not protecting us, Doug and Joe. They don't care. Because, again, they're being controlled by these guys that are giving them all this money. Now, here's an interesting article from Teresa, and she heard me on last week. And she wrote an article or a paper for me on pelvic mesh and how it's poisoning women. Now, I want to read you part of this, because she's one of your longtime listeners, Doug, and I told her that I would try to go over this tonight. I'm glad I got time to do it. She goes, uh, Dear Dr. Brower, I've been debilitated for several weeks as to whether I have, I have, excuse me, I have de- 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 deliberated for several weeks as to whether or not contact about a woman's health issue, uh, medical devices, 
that are used to, for pelvic program, uh, organ prolapse (POP). These are the lost. These are the transvaginal mesh or pelvic floor mesh. She goes, "I'm a survivor, barely by the grace of our God, of this poisonous, destructive medical device that has killed many ladies thus far." So far, makers such as Johnson & Johnson have gotten out of jail free card on this medical device while the ladies lay and suffer hellish, horrid nightmares, okay? Here's what happened. Her personal experience, experience including one-eighth erosion of the mesh through the vaginal wall and severe poisoning that brought me to the step of the grave. Literally for two years, I would lie in bed suffering, unable to walk due to the pelvic pain and due to the poisoning, unable to do as much as someday speak or even open my eyes. It turned me into a shell of a human. The toxins and infections exacerbated by my already well-established rheumatoid arthritis to such a degree that my hands resembled those of Fred Flintstones. Several times I saw death as I was at the point that I could not take the pain and the constant sickness that fell upon me. The chemicals in this plastic, proven purchased through China illegally, as well as third-party petroleum buyers after device makers were told it was safe was not safe to put a human body includes chemicals that have not been tested or proven safe in humans. The chemical that I believe nearly put me in the grave was non-noline phenol, but this mesh also has other toxic and deadly chemical properties that are disabled in killing ladies. So I want to cover this to you ladies. You make sure that you know what you're doing when you start putting these meshes into your bodies, and if there's another simple resolve or other type of thing they can do, I recommend that you get that done and not follow in her footsteps because she's saying it's a major, major problem, and she wanted it to come out on y'all's show. She goes, I apologize for going on so long, but this is not an issue that is talked about in the media or alternative or lamestream. Many women are ashamed, but not me. I've spoken personally to Johnson & Johnson, CEO Alex Gorski telling him, one, I forgave him, but he needs to stop. I stood in front of thousands of their stockholders pleading them to make a, take this murdering device off the market. I've been on local and national news shows. She goes, she goes, she's hearing my voice and she wants this to be resolved on the Hagman show. So guys, be really, really careful if you're going to do all of this stuff. You better find out where the source of this stuff is. You better find out if it's coming from China and you better find out if it's toxic or poisonous because I agree with Teresa. You start putting these things into your body and they start going into your system and start fusing into your body, they're almost impossible to get back out. So it's one of those things that I wanted to address on the show tonight. Here's another article on the dangers of table salt. This is not the salt that we sell at Health Masters, which is a pound of it's like $8. It's so cheap. Salt versus naturally occurring sodium. Table salt is a manufactured form of sodium called sodium chloride. While similar to a naturally occurring table sauce, it merely mimics the taste of these other elements. The problem is it contains huge amounts of aluminum and other chemicals, sodium bicarbonate, fluoride, anti-caking agents, uh, potassium uh, uh, and aluminum derivatives. Uh, this, this talking, don't use regular table salt. Because remember, they use these drying ponds, and these drying ponds are underneath all of the spray they're putting out from all the chemtrails, and you're getting it. You need salt, and you need it in, in pretty high concentration, at least a gram a day. And, but you don't need this kind of salt. So white salt, if I go to a restaurant and we forget to bring, bring our salt with us, Doug, I don't ever, uh, I never use the table salt. I don't do it. And Doug, have I ever sent you any of the salt that we have that we sell? No. I'm going to send you some up. I want you to taste what real salt is supposed to taste like. It'll blow All your right. mind how it actually tastes very, very good. And it's also pink. The salt is yes. pink. <laughs> yes. I, actually, I'm looking at it right now. 
Okay. As you're talking, I'm looking at uh, the one-pound real organic mind salt. Mm-hmm. And, yes, it has a pinkish hue to it. Very interesting. And, of course, you sell that a pound in a, or essentially in a, in a Ziploc bag type. That's right. Uh, you know, yeah, good. And we we can get you more if you want, like ten pound bags. We can do that, or twenty pound bags. We can, we can all we can get as much as you want. Uh, but you know, it's just and it gets less in price if you get more of it. But it's a really good thing to keep storage too, because if we did have something happen and you couldn't get salt anymore, I mean, a lot of these manufacturers are putting fluoride in the salt. We talked about that last summer, yep, if you remember, that's right? right. And yep. that, you know, and so you, you, a lot of times it's hard to buy salt without added fluoride, and now you're going to get it with barium and strontium and aluminum from the chemtrails because of the drying pond. So this is mine right. from like 5,000 feet down, so it's a phenomenal product. Here's a great article. And, and, and please, and, and Ted, I, I would, one thing I learned, and, and ladies and gentlemen, you know, I'm, I'm really kind of a simple guy when it comes to stuff like this. Uh, Ted wrote a great article dated February 25th, 2014. So just, well, the t- the title is "Is Salt the Spice of Life or the Poison of the Century?" Um, there's a lot of great information in that article, so please read that at healthmasters.com and uh, just put in the search engine "salt" very simply, and of course that article will come up. So go ahead, sir. Well, and guys, listen, I've got hundreds of articles that I've written, and a lot of them are really scientific. I try not to get into too much of that when I write the articles because they get kind of hard to read. So most of the stuff is written, so it's super easy to read. And it's kind of like that article that Joe gave me. I kind of like just kind of outline the highlights, and so you kind of get the cliff notes on it instead of a you know biological abstract article, right? And so you don't need to hear a lot of that stuff because I'll be honest with you, I don't even like reading a lot of that stuff, nor do I like writing it. I had to do all that stuff when I was a college professor. I had to talk like that and you know basically communicate like that because that's what was expected of us. And if I had it all over to do again, I'd just tell them all the <laughs> pound salt, excuse the fun, and I'd do what I wanted to do, and I communicate like the kids could understand because, you know, you don't need to do that. You don't have to use ridiculous words and all kinds of nomenclature and all kinds of nonsense that nobody wants to hear about or learn. And it's one of the things that a lot of these professors do just because of egos while they do it. Here's another one. How turmeric can save the aging brain from dementia and premature death. We've talked about this so many times for allergies. We've also talked about what it does as far as with anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, Anocytotoxic as far as all this, this it's, a, it's an amazing product. I take it every single day. But the thing that I really like about it the most is if you get it, like every once in a while I get a hold of some tomatoes by accident. I'm really allergic to those. I start itching like crazy. I can take four or five of these the, of our turmeric products of, of these capsules, and literally the itching will go away within a matter of 30 minutes. It's gone. It's completely gone. And that was the only thing that I ever found that would stop the itching before I realized that I, had, I was tested that I found I had a tomato allergy because tomatoes are pretty much in everything that you're cooking nowadays, it seems. But then I, I'll, I'll, oh, real quick, the, the lady who had written me about the problems associated with the mesh, that was Teresa. You said you had a real problem with rheumatoid arthritis in this article. Let me address that real quick. No tomatoes, no eggplant, no bell peppers, no white potatoes. Use cod liver oil at least a tablespoon twice a day, use the turmeric. And a lot of times you'll be able to see tremendous results with rheumatoid arthritic conditions by simply changing your diet and eliminating those nice shade variety of vegetables. Here's another article. Uh, scientists warn, this is from uh, Natural Health Nut News, or wherever that is, by Amio Flavio. It says, scientists warn hay fever and sleeping drugs can actually shrink the brain and raise dementia risks. The uh, researchers at the Indiana School of Medicine have published a new research saying that 
taking hay fever and sleeping pills can actually shrink the brain and cause onset of early dementia. I mean, think about that for a second, Doug. The onset of early dementia by doing that, by, by basically just taking sleeping pills and if you have allergies of taking these antihistamines that you're taking. I mean, here's the thing that we're learning, guys. All of these drugs that can be lifesavers, I'm not saying they can't be, they can be lifesavers, but they all have side effects. And these side effects, in some cases, are worse than the disease they're trying to correct. So if I can show you or if you could find a way from a natural standpoint to get rid of a lot of these conditions that you're having without using the drugs, doesn't it make sense just to use these products or to take these supplements? But I'll go a step further. If a person's got a problem with irregular blood sugar patterns and they're not and they're basically having a hard time with adult onset diabetes and they can't keep their blood sugar stabilized, and if they change their diet and start taking certain supplements and the blood sugar gets stabilized, doesn't it make sense had they been taking the supplements to start with and had the good diet to start with, they never would have come down with adult onset diabetes? Exactly. I, I, yeah. <laughs> doesn't that make sense, Doug? Perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, because if, if it corrects the condition, then doesn't it make sense had you done it to start with, you never had the condition to begin with. And see, and that's a concept that has eluded a lot of people because it's so simple. And see, and that's what I always tell people. If, you, if you've okay, got a problem... No. Well, you, you, okay, you had mentioned adult onset diabetes. I, I get that. You you also mentioned Alzheimer's or, or dementia. It, can that be reversed or just um, uh, arrested? I suppose the, the progress arrested through supplements. You know, Doug, there's been a lot of research. You know, using turmeric, using vitamin E, using a bunch of different types of supplements to increase blood flow to the brain, including chelation therapy. I've seen some some pretty good results of some of the studies as far as arresting and sometimes some moderate reversal of the Alzheimer's disease, but I can't make those kind of claims. I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't know that it, you got a way to correct all of that if 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 you have so much brain atrophy. Because remember, I personally believe that one of the primary and I'll cover that in just a minute that one of the primary causes of senile dementia is the overuse of statin drugs, which also cause brain atrophy. See, so, you know, we got all these drugs causing all of these chemical side effects in the body and in the brain, and it turns everybody into a victim. That way they get people out of the, uh, how should I say it, out of the, they don't want to be, they don't want to create problems and go out and protest of what's going on in the government because everybody has the victim mentality. We've talked about it on the show before. And so they effectively eliminate people from being involved in protests because they're a victim. So, oh, don't you know, I can't do that. I have rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, don't you know, I can't do that. I'm suffering from a form of senile dementia. Oh, so they, everybody's a victim. So they get to use that excuse. So that's why they're not involved. But let me read you. I mean, I got an email today. I want to read you guys this. This will be a blessing to you guys. And it's about senile dementia. It's a story. It's, it's not a guy came to me online. It's, it's obviously just a story. It's a, it's a paragraph long, but I really like it. It says, an elderly man in his eighties, hurried to his doctor appointment at 8 a.m. He wanted to finish quickly because he had somewhere to be by 9. The doctor asked him, what's your next appointment? He proudly said that at 9 o'clock every morning that he is at the nursing home to eat breakfast with his wife. The doctor asked, and what condition is your wife in? The man said that his wife had Alzheimer's disease, and for the past five years she hasn't known who he was. The doctor was surprised and asked the man why he continues to go faithfully if she had no idea who he was. The old man replied, because I still know 
who she is. Isn't that good, Doug? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Don't you like that? Wow. I, 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 wow. It's, we were talking about Alzheimer's. You know, the mention, I thought I'd mention yeah. that. And then right underneath that's... that was, that's that good because I still know who she is. You know, because, yeah. you know, my wife and I have been married for 32 years, and if something ever happened to her, God forbid, you know, I would still go visit her because I know who she is. You know, you bring, right. you can't, you have to, you have to grade every single year you had all of these years, uh, you know, not just the last three or four, and at least, He's trying to be part of what she is and be with her. And then another article from Benjamin Franklin. This is a quote from Benjamin Franklin. Then whether he said this or not, I don't know, but I like the quote. It says, democracy is two wolves and a lamb voting on what to have for lunch. <laughs> he said, liberty is a well-armed lamb contesting the vote, Benjamin Franklin. So I like that article, too. I thought it was pretty good. Now, that's, that's great. Now, here's another article here. It says, how antidepressants can ruin your natural serotonin so you'll never be happy again without your pills. This is one of the reasons that they're so difficult to get off of. What happens is these serotonin reuptake inhibitors, you have a, let's say we have a little switch in the brain and one switch releases serotonin and the other switch then the brain gets, gets, gets turned on by the serotonin and then the serotonin sits there and slowly dissipates the brain reabsorbs the serotonin. Okay. A serotonin reuptake inhibitor is exactly what it says it is. It inhibits the reabsorption of the serotonin in the synaptic cleft. And when it does that, it doesn't allow the raw materials that were used in the serotonin to start with to be put back into the brain to manufacture more serotonin. So over a period of time, you start developing a deficiency of serotonin. And when that happens, you start having these suicidal tendencies. And you don't feel right without your medicine. And so you start having all of these problems. So the exact thing that it's being used for, it can cause, and much, much worse. That's why these serotonin reuptake inhibitors have warning labels on them now, Doug, that say that they can cause you to want to commit suicide because you get so down and so depressed. 5-hydroxyl tryptophan and cod liver oil and methylated B vitamins are three of the most important things that you can ever take to get your moods up. Every once in a while, I'll be down about something or whatever, something's not quite right, and I'll say, whoa, 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 whoa. I gotta get my brain chemistry right. So I'll go in the kitchen and I'll take those three products and literally within an hour, I feel great. My brain chemistry is back to where it needs to be. Remember your body has to have the right nutrients in order to manufacture the serotonin and the brain chemicals. If you don't supply those in high enough concentrations, you can run a little short of those every once in a while, especially if you're older. Because as you get past the age of 40, your digestive system starts to not function as well as it did. You start having problems with constipation. You start having problems with gas. You start having problems with bloating because you're not digesting your food like you need to. That's why digestive enzymes are so very important if that happens to you, especially with acid reflux. Now, the, tri the treatment for acid reflux now is it puts you on a, a proton pump inhibitor, which is basically stops the production of hydrochloric acid in your stomach, which makes you not have acid reflux, but you can't digest your food anymore. So it just gets worse and worse and worse because the longer you stay on those acid blockers, the longer you're not digesting your food and the more deficiencies you start to run into. Because if you can't absorb the vitamin A or the D or the E or the C because you're not producing sufficient quantities of hydrochloric acid, then eventually you start running out of these antioxidants and you end up with much higher incidences of cancer, which they've proven repeatedly now with people who take these types of drugs. So guys, the vast majority of the time when you have acid reflux, it's because there's a there's an esophageal sphincter right at the top of the stomach that closes off after it detects a high enough concentration of acid in your stomach. 
Now, if you don't have high enough concentration of acid, that sphincter will stay open. So when you lay back or lean back or whatever, or you may start having belching, you start getting that acid back up into your esophagus because there's not enough acid in your stomach to close the sphincter. So if you take a digestive enzyme, it closes that sphincter so the body can digest the food properly. And in many cases, that gets rid of problems with the hyenal hernias. It also can get rid of the problems with the acid reflux and get rid of the problem with acid indigestion, Doug. So I just want to explain that real quick. I hope that made sense. Yeah, perfect sense. Thank you. And, and, and folks, I mean, just think about that. It all makes perfect sense when you really look at it in the way Dr. Brewer is explaining it. So thank you. Well, you're right. Thanks, Doug. See, the thing about it is, is that I've been doing this for a long time. I've been in 35 years doing this. I've been doing this a long, long time. And I've learned. I mean, that's, but that's why I've gotten into some of the other top topics in the fields too, because the nutritious stuff with me is so easy now because, you know, we work with so many thousands of patients and I've seen what works and what doesn't work. And it's really easy to say, well, just do this and this and this and that'll fix it. Uh, it just makes sense that I started, started reading more and more and more. That's why I've read hundreds of books and other topics and other fields. And that's why I can discuss the stuff that we talked about in the first hour like I do because I just love to read and learn because it's part of what we need to do as human beings. We need to, if we're going to be here, if we're, if we're going to be hanging out in the hologram for a bit, we might as well get as much out of it as we can. <laughs> does, that, does that make sense, Doug? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Absolutely. If we're going to, if we're down here for our training, I guess I should say, we might as well get as best we can. We may as well lay up treasures in heaven, like the Word of God says, because it's just, it makes sense. It really does. Uh, colloidal silver. Here's some of the reasons you need colloidal silver. This is an antiviral compound. It can kill fungals, infections, bacteria. It helps to fight inflammation. It can help clear up eye infections. I've got some colloidal silver in the house. I'm not telling you to do this unless you have a doctor's okay on this. But what I do is I'll take an eye cup if I have like an eye irritation, and I'll put a drop of colloidal silver in the eye itself, in, in the eye cup itself, with a, fill the rest up with distilled water, and I use it as a rinse for my eyes. It works great for the eyes, but don't do that unless your doctor tells you to do it. It can help treat ear infections, cuts and burns, <laughs> it helps to get rid of sinus infections, colds, flu. This stuff is amazing what it does. We have this at healthmasters.com, and ours is pretty concentrated. I think it's like four or 500 parts per million, so it's really, really strong, so you only have to use a tiny, tiny amount of it. It's a great product. We've been using it for many, many years. Now, here's another article that was done by Sayer Yai, and it says that thyroid cancer is an epidemic that has been caused by misinformation and not cancer. And it's because there's so many false positives with thyroid cancer. And so many people have been actually, you know, told they have thyroid cancer and had their thyroids removed, Doug. And when the thyroids have been removed, there's no cancer in the thyroid. And the, and the problem with that are the false positives that they're getting. And it says that, uh, it says observational studies have strongly suggested that treatment does not change the indolent cause of the small papillary lesions, which do not evolve to cause metastatic disease or death or cancer. Owing to the excellent prognosis associated with small papillary thyroid cancers, it may be reasonable to put them in the same categories as suggested for ductal carcinoma in the breast, renaming them as papillary lesions of indolent course. In other words, it doesn't mean you got cancer and it's not going to have to have your thyroid taken out. This is a major problem. And again, the thyroid is being affected because of halogens, Doug. We have so many people out there that are infusing chlorine and fluoride and bromine from their water supply into their bodies. And these are halogens, and the body, and, and, and iodine's a halogen, and the body thinks, the thyroid thinks that these, these halogens are iodine, and it absorbs it into the thyroid gland. The thyroid gland is a master gland. You gotta have it. It's super important, and it does so much more for the metabolism and all kinds of other things. So you start throwing all of these chemicals into your thyroid gland, it doesn't know what to do with, Doug. You start having all kinds of health problems. That's why, 
many, many doctors, in fact, in fact, Brownstein was one of them, has said that you need 12.5 milligrams of potassium iodide every single day to maintain your immune system health and the health of your body. That's how much I take every single day, and we have that exact dosing at healthmasters.com. And it's a great product. It's very, very expensive, like 20 bucks. It lasts you for a couple of months. It's a great product, and it really, really helps you to build your metabolism back up. It really boosts your metabolism. In many cases, you get start losing weight very, very quickly. But if you're going to do it, you got to get off the the, uh, the chlorine and the fluorine and the bromine. That means you got to stop eating breads that contain bromine. They're really bad for you. And you've got to get off of all of the uh, water that contains the fluoride and the chlorine. And you get, we, I recommend since we have that Doug Five discount right now, go get, get go, go go to Health Masters and get a distiller, and, and and just start using distilled water. I know I sent you a distiller up last year, Doug, and I tell you what, right. I'll never, when we were in Europe, that was the biggest thing I missed was not having distilled water to drink, Doug, because it was such a mess trying to find pop, you know good tap not tap water but good bottled water to drink. Over there. I, I drank no tap water while I was there. You know, to me, it changes the properties of water. If it's even possible, it makes water wetter. I I mean, that that as ridiculous as that sounds, uh, distiller, your distiller, and and I've had a couple, um, but your distiller does something to the water that that um, changes it. I mean, it's it's an amazing, and and even when you cook with a distilled water, um, whether it's pasta or whatever it might be. It it, it 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 just seems like it's got different properties. It, it's more effective. I, I don't even know how to explain it. Except well, you're you're, you're right, Doug. And when, see what happens. Let's say you're cooking pasta and you're using tap water. You're cooking all that fluoride and chlorine right into your food. And if, if you're going to drink coffee, <laughs> which I, I really don't, after the purple stick thing, I don't really drink coffee anymore. But if you're going to drink coffee, if you use bottled water, distilled water to make the coffee, you won't believe how good the coffee tastes. It makes everything change as far as the taste because you're getting all those chemicals out of the water. Remember, distillation is different than a filter or a reverse osmosis system. Distillation is the only source, the only type of filtration system that you use that's not filtration. It actually takes the water and separates it from the toxins. The toxins are left at the bottom of the pan. The water goes to steam. So all those chemicals and all that stuff that were in there is left in the bottom. If they do have a a volatile nature and they are basically evaporated, then it goes through what's called a stainless steel condensing coil with a volatile gas vent on top that allows that to go out first so you don't get it recondensed inside of the water. That's the only way water is going to be perfectly clean. That's the way rainwater is. Distilled water is basically drain water without all the pollutants in the atmosphere from the chemtrails. Rainwater used to be one of the best sources of water to drink. It's not anymore because it has huge levels of barium and strontium and aluminum in it if you're in the areas where they spray. In fact, one that was done right last week over in California, they had, I'm going to do this article in a few minutes, it had like 5,000 parts per billion of aluminum in the rainwater, which is so toxic, Doug. I mean, if you want to give yourself Alzheimer's, go drink some of that junk. You see, this is from the chemtrail spray again. This goes back to changing the frequency of the planet by changing the electrical field because when they put these metallic ions in the atmosphere it allows the electrical charges to be conducted much more efficiently this goes into the military domain with the radar systems they use the scalar radar they use and it's the ground penetrating radar and it also goes into the uh, the CIA domain when it comes to spraying them on people to change the attention field and to terraform the planet so 
That's what you need. In fact, I want to go to Russia, Doug. I don't think Sharon will go with me. I mean, you may have to go over there with me, Doug. And we're going to have to go over there and sit for a couple of days and do some running around. And we're going to have to see. We need to broadcast live from Moscow. And we want to, I want to see if we're there for a week, if they get any chemtrails. I want to know. Aren't you curious about that? Because I've heard you know, that will not allow them to spray. That's a great question. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. And there are ways to do that. You can check out, you know, a lot of, each volcano has pretty much a, a camera. Like the Fukushima nuclear plants, they have live cams there. There are so many cameras all across the world. You can actually access through the internet to see different cities during, uh, in, in real time to see what it looks like. But, but nothing is, nothing would beat the actual being right, there right, looking right. up and seeing the, you know, well, because, you, know, you can always say, well, that's not real feed. You know, you can say it's not right. real. But, I mean, if you're sitting there looking at it, because, I mean, the first three or four days we were in Europe last month, there was nothing. There were no chemtrails. I'm like, yeah, okay, I like this. This is nice. Oh, yeah, by, by the fourth day, oh, man, it was spider webs. It was everywhere. And I thought, well, there they go again. And so then, you know, by then, the, then, the, then the whole weather got screwed up, and it started raining on days as what supposed to be raining. I told you the last day we drove back from uh, Dresden back to Nuremberg, back to Stuttgart, it, it was 37, 38 degrees and freezing rain. I mean, are you joking? In, in May? The end of May? <laughs> are you kidding me? They're probably planting crops. You know, so the whole thing has gotten messed up with the Gulf Stream and all the things they've done. We talked about that last week. I mean, it's a major mess over there. But the only way you're going to know for sure is the last time I was in Russia was like 1998. It's almost 20 years ago. I was there with Austin and Sharon, and we went on a cruise to St. Petersburg. That's as far inland as I got with Russia. There was absolutely no chemtrails. And the reason I know that is we were there for multiple days, and I've got pictures of this beautiful blue, 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 dark blue, azure blue sky all over Russia. Now, what I do know is this, though. When they're spraying this stuff up at 40, 50,000 feet and the earth is turning towards Russia and they're doing it all the way over as far as Poland it's going to get into Russia but you won't see the streaks you'll see particulate matter coming down you know hundreds of miles away because it's so high and the earth is spitting underneath it but you won't see the streaks because they said that Putin will not allow that to be sprayed there but I'm curious since he's always talking about the new world order and he don't want this stuff over there I really want to know if he really is manning up to that and doing what he says he's going to do but we need to do that, Doug. We need to fly over there to St. Petersburg and take a jump, hop on a job, jumper plane. Road trip. Road trip, yeah. And, you know, and he'll be go. gone for a week. And let's see what they're doing and what they're doing in Russia. And uh, you'll have to get, make sure you get a passport first. <laughs> I don't know if you got a passport or not. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to yep. get to Russia without a passport. But you don't need, I don't think you need any more visas to go over there anymore, but I'm not sure. I have to check into it. Here's another article. Soy formula affects reproductive development in mice. Okay, newsflash for this author. It always is, it does the same thing in human beings too. It lowers sperm count. 90% reduction in sperm count in the West now because of stuff like this, because of soy, because of this, this, this field, this electrical field that we're laying in, all of this stuff. And I'm going to cover this one more time about the soy formula for infants. It's so important. When a little boy is conceived, this for all the new listeners that haven't heard this, and I'm, this is going to, I'm going to be make real simple on it again. When a little boy is conceived, or when any mammal is conceived, they're always conceived as a female. As a female, let me repeat that. And then what happens is, because of the Y chromosome component of the embryo, it triggers the mother to start producing testosterone from her ovaries and from her adrenals to change the baby from a girl into a boy as far as the secondary sex characteristics are concerned. So what happens is that Y chromosome is what triggers the change in the mother to release the testosterone. The clitoris becomes a penis. The ovaries become a testicle. 
The breast becomes the chest muscles. The baby goes from a right brain dominant hemisphere to a left brain dominant hemisphere due to the testosterone, which is the brain of a male, is a left brain dominant hemisphere, logically thinking. That's what the brain does when it's on the left-hand side. It doesn't have as much of the creative on it like it does on the right-hand side. So if a woman is subjected to exogenous estrogens, while she's in, while the, while the baby's in utero, when she's pregnant, if she gets, a, if she gets, a, gets a bunch of extra estrogen into her diet, it will stop the effect of the testosterone because they're antagonistic. In other words, the estrogen will prevent the testosterone from causing the proper secondary sex characteristics of the young boy. So if she's eating meat that is loaded with estrogen because it's been injected into the cow or into the chickens, the little boy will be feminized and his reproductive organs will be much smaller than they're supposed to be. His brain chemistry will stay as a right brain and not shift to a left brain. And this is why we're having such a huge problems now with this transgender group of people because they've been chemically castrated in utero and they really don't know what they are. That's why we're having such an outcry about all of this right now, along with the fact that they're using it as obfuscation because there still aren't that many people who really don't know who they are, okay, as far as sex, what the sex they are. Now, the same thing happens with soy formula. If a baby is born and the baby's born normal, but suddenly he has a problem with his or an allergy to the formula and they can't use it. First of all, let me explain something to you. Ladies, please listen to me. That baby needs to be nursed by the mother for at least the first year because that's where it gets its antibodies and its immune goblins and all the things that it needs in the milk to stay healthy. The first year, you massively reduce the risks of allergies in your children if you breastfeed them. So it's so important that if you cannot work that first year with that baby and breastfeed that baby, you're going to have a much, much healthier child. So important. But if you put the baby on soy formula, there's so much estrogen in that soy, these phytoestrogens, the brain can't tell the difference. It'll shift that little boy's left brain dominated hemisphere back to a right brain dominated hemisphere within like three months on soy formula, and it cannot be changed back. I'm going to repeat that. It cannot be changed back. And I've gotten so many letters from ladies who are literally, you could tell in tears when they're writing these letters to me, Doug, and a lot of them from your show, that have asked me, how do I fix this? And my response is always the same. I don't know how to fix this because you permanently change the brain chemistry and you feminize that little boy. So no matter what, please breastfeed your children. Don't take alcohol. Don't smoke cigarettes. Don't do any of that while you're pregnant or while you're breastfeeding. Be careful with the drugs. Don't be getting immunizations when you're pregnant. Don't be doing any of that stuff. Take the right supplements. Use the Health Masters prenatals, and you're going to have these super healthy little kids when they're born, you'll keep them super healthy by breastfeeding them for the first year. Then you can start them on, you know, on, you know, on, on baby food. But guys, please don't put them on soy. And that's the biggest reason the kids get put on soy formula is because the mothers can't or are unable to breastfeed, and that's why they go on the soy if they can't take the regular formula. Any comments on that, Doug? Man, uh, no, yeah, the comments, my comments. Um, well, I have a question. How long? Well, you, the chemical castration, and I'm, I, I got you had talked about this before, and I got an email from someone because I was very um, outspoken about the uh, homosexual agenda, the LGBT agenda. Um, 
and the emailer said, well, you didn't even listen to Dr. Dr. Brower uh, because you cannot blame um, uh, what's going on totally on this LGBT agenda, the, the uh, weaponized form of uh, the, the, the political slash weaponized form of uh, this agenda. Anyway, I guess my question is this. How long has this chemical castration been going on? Is it, are we in the second generation, third generation, or are we still in kind of like the first generation? Oh, no, no. This started back in the 40s and 50s. Okay. All right. No, the, the, right. the globalists realized that the, the um, Americans back in the 40s and 50s like to urinate standing up. You know, so it's just there's alpha males, okay? I mean, you know, you used to tell a bunch of boys to go fight Nazis. They're all, all about going and killing Nazis and themselves getting shot, okay? And so they realized real quick that they weren't going to bring the new world agenda to the United States. We're just telling them to pound salt, you know, where it wasn't going to happen. So they had to learn. They did it with the plastics to start with, with the BPAs and with the fluoride. And they started all of this stuff in the 40s. And then in the 40s and the 50s, they started putting growth hormones into the food supply along with the plastics in the 40s and the 50s. And then gradually got more and more and more. In fact, in the early 70s, they started doing a lot of research on these chemical compounds and what they did with children. Back in the 80s, uh, this goes back so far. I remember I was watching a show on 2020 with Geraldo Rivera, and I believe it was Barbara Walters at that time. I still got the videotape, but gosh, after all these years, it's probably you know blank by now. And I remember they did a show on little boys and girls in Puerto Rico. They were like one and two years of age. Then these little boys and girls had grown the breasts of full-grown women because of the estrogen in the food supply. There were all kinds of estrogen compounds in there. And uh, I think it was called diethylsilbesterol. And, and the craziest thing is they knew it and they didn't care. And they exposed it on 2020. And of course they don't expose stuff like that anymore because they don't want to expose stuff like that anymore. But no, this chemical castration of men, including the 90% reduction in sperm counts, this was started, you know, 50, 60 years ago. And it's been continuing ever since until now they've sissified the bulk of the population of the United States. They're a bunch of sissies. And, you know, they don't want conflict. They don't want this. They just want to have their free stuff and they just want to, they want to get to go by with the minimums. And the, the spirit that was the United States is pretty much gone. You know, last, this, this past week I was on a show with, um, another radio show it was on a Monday or Tuesday with Lou Vickers in the morning out of Pensacola. And he's a former baseball player, a professional baseball player. He's got his, the huge talk show and then a panhandle. And he asked me about the Europe, the trip to Europe. And his co-host, Jonathan, asked me, he goes, well, Ted, do you see any hope for Europe? And I told him, no, I don't. And here's why. Europe is about 20 years ahead of us on this curve. They've already lost the rights as the individual countries because they became part of the EU. They've already lost the rights to control the currencies because they're part of the EU. They've already lost their rights to basically control the monetary future of the country because of the EU. But here's the biggest reason that I don't see any hope for Europe at this point. Europe has already fallen into the entire thing of secularism. They already have dual bath. They don't. They already have dual showers for men and women in hotels. I mean, you shower together. I think I told you guys that last week. There was a shower in the last hotel we were in in Stuttgart that all glass doors to the shower area where you go to the steam rooms, and the women and men can shower in there with glass doors, and everybody can see what's going on. And it's co-ed showers for men and women. I had that happen to me one time. I was in the uh, Inner Alpen Hotel in Austria, and we were 
I walked into the steam room. You know, I'm here. I am trying to be modest or whatever, you know, just, you know, don't think much about it. I got a bathrobe on. I don't know who in the world's in the bathroom, you know, because you don't know if there's a bunch of weirdos in there or whatever. I walk into the steam room, Doug, and I got my robe on, right? I walk in there, and all these naked women and naked men are sitting in the steam room. Just, just naked free for all in the steam room. I walk in with a robe on. They all start yelling at me and told me to take the robe off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but but they're more enlightened than you but, are, than we are, right? But yeah. that that's because this whole cultural transformation has already taken place over there. And see, they don't go to church there anymore. They don't know who they are in Christ Jesus. The churches have been so indoctrinated now that what they do is they don't even if they if you if you have a if you're a member of a church they automatically take ten percent of your income and they distribute it to all of the churches. You don't get a choice of who you want to give the money to. And see, so most people have stopped going to church. The state did that, and the globalists did that. The Sabbateans did that because they control the money because they want everybody to stop knowing who Jesus Christ was. And I watched one special over there. It was in German. It was some stuff that was going on in Austria. And this one guy who used to be a pastor of this church had these videotapes of the 50s of all of these people packed into this giant cathedral. And, I mean, it was, they were having these worship services and this beautiful praying and music now. And they fast forward to today. It's 50 years later. And that's a guy like in his 70s. And he's sitting there crying. And they fast forward today. There's like four people in this giant cathedral. Four. And, he's, and, he, and he said, this is what's happened to our culture. See, so that's what they're trying to do. They secularized us. So we still have the South, the people here in the South who still love Jesus, and a lot of you guys up in the North still love Jesus, and they haven't been able to extinguish the flame of Christianity in the United States. Hence, let's bring the Muslims in. Hence, let's bring all the people in from South America. Let's bring all the Satan groups over here. Let's not try to vet these people who they are. Let's try to extinguish the flame of Christianity in the United States, which has been much more difficult to extinguish than it was in Europe. And so they're behind the curve. Remember, these Sabbateans in Europe took control in the 1600s, 1700s, especially with the Napoleonic Wars in the 1700s. And they took over the banks. They've had hundreds of years to subvert the culture there now. They've only had a 100 years here because of the, the Rothschild banking cartel that started in 1913. So they haven't had as much time to destroy us. That's why we're on the fast track. That's why we put somebody who's openly pro-homosexual, pro-transvestite in the White House like Obama because they're doing the best they can to change the culture as quickly as they possibly can. This week I went and got myself a new iPhone at T-Mobile and I'm looking at, I'm at there's all these posters on the wall at T-Mobile and all these kids are in there getting iPhones etc. And the one picture on T-Mobile has this girl with a microphone and she's covered in tattoos and she's singing and around her neck is a pennant with Baphomet to go to Menendez on it. And I looked at the girls behind the counter, and I said, do you realize what you have here on the wall? And they said, well, some girl's singing. We don't know who she is. I said, do you realize what the pendant is? Oh, we don't. What does that mean? The pendant. I said, the necklace around her neck. What does that mean? And we don't know. It's the go to Menendez. It's the Baphomet. I mean, he said, this is Satanism. This is Luciferism. They said, what's that? Doug, they really had no idea. See, that's the culture that we have now. See, you and me, Doug, we're the old guard. You know, I'm 60 years old, you're 57, whatever you are. You know, we're the, we're the old guard. Steve, Steve Quayle, old guard. Tom Horn, old guard. Okay, God help this country when we're gone. God help the country because when we're gone and when we're in our 80s and our 90s and these guys right now are our age that are like 30 and 40 years old, I mean, what's going to happen to the country because so many of them have been so secularized? And that's, that's what right. these guys are waiting for for this full transition because I don't think that they can take over the country yet. 
because of the fact that so many of us are armed and so many of us are still awake. Unless they do some kind of biological release and they poison us with something, or they dump some Ebola thing on us, some weaponized thing they dump on us, or they hit us with the right electromagnetic radiation frequency through the cell towers and Gwen towers, and they cause everybody to start shooting and killing each other, then they could do that. Okay, they could do that. They could, they've got that technology now, but they're still beta testing that. So the truth of the matter is, is that once the old guard is gone in the United States, we'll be just like Europe, and they'll be able to do whatever they want to do to us because we've been secularized, and Jesus Christ has been taken out of the equation. Does that make sense? It, it makes perfect sense, and, and yeah. people have to understand, I, I think, Ted, that that these Luciferians think in terms, just like the Muslims, they think in terms of, of decades and generations, That's not, right. uh, you know, Americans, we can't keep, uh, you know, short-sighted, we, yeah. yeah, very short-sighted. I mean, it's difficult to keep someone, uh, uh, watching a documentary for 30 minutes, let alone an hour or 90 minutes, you know, so, and plus, it's, it's, a you know, right now society. We want everything right now. So, you know, yeah. Well, and think a, about a, this, and think about this too. You've got these guys, and they, 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 these, you know, these entities, these demons, these, these fallen angels. You know, they're not dealing with 50, 60 year lifespans. I mean, who knows? Who knows how long these things live? Okay. I mean, so they don't really care about your generation or my generation or anybody else's generation. I mean, because it's just, it's not about that. It's about centuries. That's how they do it. I mean, the Bible says in Genesis chapter six that these fallen angels were there before and again after the flood. It says that in the Word. I mean, I'm not making this up. And a lot of pastors discount that and say, oh, no, no, they were all wiped out after the flood. I'm like, well, then why does it say they were here after the flood? And where did, and where did Goliath come from? Okay? So that's what people don't understand is that these things that do all of this stuff, these interdimensional beings that think they have dominion over us, and they don't, and that's why they're scared to death. I mean, even the UFO crowd knows, and I've talked about this on the show before, the UFO crowd will admit openly that if you call on the name of Jesus when you're being abducted by one of these demon things, they have to put you back where they took you from. They can't do anything to you because they know who he is. Even the demons were trembling in, in, the, in the New Testament when they called on the name of Jesus. They said, Paul, I know, and Jesus we know, but who are you, right? You know, Because they know the authority and the power of the name of the Son of God. See, when you have that covenant with God Almighty through Christ, the demons tremble. They flee. They can't be around you. And that's what they don't want here anymore. They don't want us to know the power of the cross and the power of Jesus Christ. That's one of the reasons that there's been such an all-out assault on the southern states, which had such a strong basis in Christianity and still do to some extent in a lot of the areas with the, with the Civil War. They've got to kill the name. They've got to kill Christianity to be able to take full control over the planet because when we pray, we release dudamus dynamite into the fabric of space-time, and we literally change the very fabric of space-time. That's the authority that we've been given by God, so we mess up their hologram. We take it back to Christianity. They don't want that. That's why they're on an all-out assault right now, trying to change this to this negative, negative Luciferian state, to this carbon-based you know, cycle they want, and get rid of all of the, you know, the, the oxygen breathers, which would be us, and create their own little utopia here to terraform the planet. So, we can't allow that. So we have to and, stand and, as believers together in all of this, Doug. Yeah, exactly. We're up against the top of the hour already. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is exactly why we have this program, and Ted has his program, and Dave Hodges has his program. This is why we bring guests on, because you cannot today, you cannot separate um, the the Word of God from politics, from current events, from geopolitics. It's all this tapestry, this mosaic. You know, that's what it is. 
That's right. Folks, we'll be right back with Dr. Ted Brewer on this Friday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Visit his website, healthmasters.com. Sign up for his newsletter and listen to his radio show right here on Global Star Radio Network, 3 to 4 weekdays, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Sundays. Stay with us. This is the Global Star Radio Network. Or it's people same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden, exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this hour of the Hagman and the Hagman Report. Doug Hagman at the helm, fellow investigator, son, Joe Hagman, as I like to call us, America's premier father-son investigative reporting team. Our very special guest tonight, Dr. Ted Brower, his website, healthmasters.com, healthmasters.com. Folks, this weekend, um, Ted, you, you've got a special going on. Go ahead and uh, uh, tell us about the special. It's Doug5 is the uh, D-O-U-G, and then the number 5 is the promo code, right? Um, uh, that's right, Doug. We have 5% off everything, including three-pack specials for this whole weekend. Friday night. Uh, the code number you put into when you check out is Doug, D-O-U-G, the number 5, no space. Just D-O-U-G, the number 5. It's easy enough to remember. Doug 5, and it's 5% off everything. So if you get a $400 distiller, it's another $20 off that. If you get one of those $2,000 whole house distillers, which is a phenomenal product, you, know, you save a you save a hundred bucks on that, so that's really a great discount. And so we don't have a real lot of we don't have a lot of margin on our supplements because they're all like a, a boutiquely made, so to speak, at an FDA registered laboratory that we use. And so our stuff is super, super high quality. And it's just you know we have the best products on the market. Period. If I could if I could make a better product, I would. So we can't. So I try <laughs> I do the best I possibly can with what we have. But uh, let's go back to this thing with nutrition real quick. I want I got a couple other articles real quick. Here's an article that was written by Sajraji again on how low cholesterol can actually harm your health. Uh, cholesterol is needed to prevent aggression. You can get very aggression oriented and get angry about stuff very easily if you have enough, don't have enough, you know, cholesterol. It's needed to fight cancer. The lower your cholesterol levels go, the higher your cancer rates go. It's needed to prevent hemorrhagic stroke. It's needed to maintain your memory. It's needed for longevity and it helps us to fight infection. 
So many people have been told that their health is being affected because their cholesterol is over 200. It's not true. As the cancer rates, cancer rates go through the roof as cholesterol drops under 200. So cholesterol needs to be between 200 and 250. I mean, even if you were at 300, it's not worth taking statin drugs. Over 300 different health problems have been linked to statin drugs. I mean, death by statins, are you kidding me? So many people end up dying from nerve damage, from heart damage, from cardiac, you know, from heart failure because of statin drugs. The cholesterol-lowering statin drugs have actually caused, have been found to damage peripheral nerves. So you have all kinds of muscle twitches and pain and neuropathy. I mean, statin drugs are one of the worst. In fact, go to my website and Google statins, and I'll tell you that, to, to me, they're the absolute worst product that's ever been promulgated to the American population. They're junk. Uh, statin drugs have also been found, again, to accelerate arterial calcification. I'm going to repeat that. It turns your arteries to stone, arterial calcification, also known as hardening of the arteries. They cause it. So here they are trying to reduce your risks of heart disease by giving you statins, which is a total lie. One study was done with over 4 million participants, and it was shown repeatedly that it did absolutely nothing as far as increasing your life expectancy. Nothing. It's all based on flawed science. It's a complete and total lie. There is no truth behind the health claims and the benefits of statin. Period. Period. It, just, it doesn't exist. Uh, let, me, let me read the actual study here. It says, even, even though three times as many Swedish people between the ages of 40 and 79 were taking statins, there were no reductions in heart attacks. It's unfortunate the study didn't also indicate the adverse effects caused by them. Then we would know how many people were harmed by these drugs that are known to cause muscle pain and destruction. The study covered nearly the entire Swedish population aged 40 to 79 for the years of 1998 to 2000. They included the data from 289 municipalities, which included all areas of the county, urban, suburban, country, industrial, and everything in between. The only one left out could not be included because of missing data. Over almost 4 million people showed there was absolutely no extension in their life by using statin drugs, none. I mean, why in the world would you take something when you know that it doesn't work? People, but, but, but doctors get all bent out of shape. Your cholesterol is at 200. we got to get down to 150. Are you joking me? Number one, it's going to atrophy your brain. That's one of the side effects. Number two, it's going to kill your sex drive. You have no sex drive. Number three, your brain will turn to mushes at atrophies and you won't be able to think anymore. You say you got the, you feel like you're stupid when you're taking the drug. No, don't do it. You've got to have enough cholesterol. I recommend you eat three or four eggs every day like I do. It's amazing what it does for libido and everything else when you do that. Here's another little lie. Vaccines, dirty little secret. Autoimmune injuries are caused by vaccines. We've done a whole show on that, Doug. The proteins that are injected into you land on top of the muscle tissue and on top of other, top of other tissue. The macrophages goes up, picks it up, takes part of your muscle with it, and you become auto, you have an autoimmune reaction to your own tissue, and you start creating antibodies against your own tissue, then your body starts to attack itself. It's the autoimmune disease explained in like one sentence. That's the problem with the, another problem with the vaccinations. Here's another article that was done by, um, by Adams. He goes, Big Pharma's medical research papers are totally bugged. Hundreds of these papers were fraudulently ghostwritten by a PR firm called DesignRight. <laughs> so now Big Pharma is using DesignRight to write pharmaceutical papers saying their product is right. And he calls it all as this completely corrupt science fraud industry. I mean, this is what they do. They lie and lie and lie to justify the use of their drugs till finally somebody sues them. The only reason that the statin, the, I'm sorry, the immunizations are still on the market is Reagan gave them carb block, 
immunity back in the 80s to prosecution. In other words, you couldn't be sued for giving a drug or an immunization that kills somebody or causes paralysis. That's why they set up the vaccine compensation fund for all the people that were injured or died. It's paid out billions of dollars, by the way, which you never hear about because of the damages it's done to people. But Reagan gave them car block immunity. That's why the vaccine schedule has gone through the roof, and that's why these guys get away with murder, literally, because they can't be prosecuted for it. Back in the 70s, the trial lawyers started realizing that these vaccines were causing all types of problems and health problems. They started doing their own studies, digging up their own research, finding out, taking these guys to court, and suing the holy living yin-yang out of them, Doug. And so all of a sudden, they were all being put out of business because of this. So they went to Reagan and to the Bush administration, who basically was the Reagan administration, and they said, we need immunity. We can't keep doing this and putting these poisons in people because we're getting sued out of business. So we want immunity or we're going to stop producing vaccines. And they did. They gave them card blanc immunity. Absolutely crazy. Here's another article. The association between Tylenol, acetaminophen use during pregnancy and ADHD symptoms measured at ages 7 and 11 years. And what this thing said, we went into detail, and it says that these conclusions are that when you get, when a woman is pregnant and she takes acetaminophen, that it increases the risks of ADHD in children as they get older. I thought you guys would like that. And what, and the final article on the health, and we'll start on the news topics, use of regular aspirin, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory compounds, drugs, or acetaminophen increases the risks of hearing loss in men. And the impact is larger on younger individuals. So now they're telling you to take the aspirin a day to help keep your blood thin. Now they're saying it can actually cause hearing loss. And if you're younger, it happens even faster. And that's one of the reasons that so many people, Doug, are going deaf at such a young age and going blind with wet macular degeneration is because they're giving them aspirins every single day which causes the retina to detach from the back of the eye, which is called wet macular degeneration. And the culprit of a lot of these conditions causing this is the use of aspirin. So, yeah, so it's a major, major problem. Take vitamin E, take cod liver oil every day. It'll do great as a blood thinner for you, and it won't cause all of these horrible, horrible side effects. And that's the end of our health little thing tonight, Doug. You got any more questions or comments on any of the stuff we've covered tonight on that? I, I don't think so. It, it, fantastic. Uh, well, acetaminophen basically is a toxin, right? I mean, it's the number one cause of liver failure in the United States, even more than hepatitis. I mean, it's unbelievably poisonous. If you take Tylenol, which is what acetaminophen is, and you let's say you go out and you get drunk, okay? Now, hopefully, your your listeners don't do that. God, I haven't gotten drunk since I got saved. Uh, 40 something years ago, I guess, last time I got drunk. I didn't like being drunk because it made me not aware of my surroundings. I don't, I never liked that. I've only been drunk right. probably two, I've been drunk two or three times my whole life. You go, I can't believe you were drunk. Guys, look, I worked in a bar. We owned a bar. Okay, get a life. I don't do that anymore, okay? It's just, it just is what it is. The bar taught me a lot of things. One of the things it taught me was don't drink. <laughs> That's the truth, Doug. It taught me not to drink and not to smoke because everybody I knew was dying in their 40s and 50s and stroking out with smoke smoking and drinking, so it taught me a lot of stuff, and that's one of the things it taught me, and I also realized when I was in my you know, early 20s at Florida State, 23 years old, and I got saved back in 79, that you know, life without Jesus Christ is pretty much meaningless. That's a fact, and so I knew that Amen. very quickly at a very young age, but the truth is this, you know, uh, when, you st- when you start drinking and, and taking acetaminophen together, you massively compound the effects of the acetaminophen or the Tylenol. It warns you on the bottle of Tylenol not to drink with that medication. And then if you look at 
NyQuil, which contains Tylenol <laughs> and alcohol, <laughs> which is ethanol, which is basically you know liquor. You drink it together, and it has a big warning label on it: "Do not see the recommended dosing, or we'll, you have permanent liver damage and death may result." Are you joking me? So they're giving wow. you the very two compounds they know are extremely toxic to the liver. So if if you're going to go out, if if you get a really bad cold and you don't know what to do. <laughs> Just go get you a bottle of Jack Daniels. If you're scared of your Christian that you don't don't want your friends to see it, have some heathen get it for you, and just just take a <laughs> shot of that and go to sleep and be done with it. It's the exact same thing you're taking with Tylenol or the the the, uh, the uh, Nyquil. It's you're, you're taking you're taking you're taking ethanol. It's 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 it's, it's whiskey is what it is mixed with Tylenol. Exactly. So what's the difference? It was ten percent alcohol. Okay. Uh, so you t- take a shot of Jack Daniels and be done with it. Use it medicinally. If you have a problem with alcoholism, do not do that. If you have alcoholism in your family, do not do that. Okay, just deal with it and take yourself a bunch of water or whatever because there's not a whole lot you can or, do. Or, with it. or you can always get Vita Vita Vegemin uh, from. Uh, <laughs> you can you can go in for a vitamin C IV like I did today, okay. and that'll help a lot. But the problem with if you start taking a lot of Sudafed, if you've got a cold. It can cause benign prostate hypertrophy, and you'll stop urinating. And guys have taken so much Sudafed before, especially when you get older, trying to dry their sinuses up when they've got a real bad cold, that they've got to go to the hospital and be catheterized because they can't urinate. Now, there you go. So, you know, these drugs have side effects. And so, you know, unless you want a catheter run up your urethra, you, you, you don't you don't want to do all that, right? I mean, just make sure that, you know, you don't overdo Sudafed. So be very, very careful with that because Sudafed has got some great properties that will really dry you up. But you got to be real careful, especially as you get older, not to use too much of that, especially and, in after you know, Interesting comment uh, about uh, catheterization. I, I don't ever remember back growing up ever seeing a television commercial about, uh, you know, the, uh, the uh, catheter comfort. Now, now I, you know what I'm saying? I, and all of a sudden I'm seeing, um, whether it be Fox or whatever news channel, these, these commercials for catheters. I, I'm thinking, my goodness, I, when did this happen and why? But now you explained it. So, well, it also happens. Remember, with a lot of uh, yeah, the baby boomer generation has gotten old. You know, we're in our sixties and late fifties now, and it's just part of who we are, and it just is what it is. And see, we've got this massive influx of people now. They're going into the social security system, and and the only reason we have any chance of even continuing to to fund this Ponzi scheme is we brought 100 million immigrants into the country in the last 60 years. I mean, because the United States pretty much is at a zero population growth without immigration because the folks have either aborted the entire... I mean, we killed, we killed over 60 million people to these Sabbateans who wanted all of this because it helps them to control the attention field and the energy field, the matrix, because it's all this Luciferian stuff they're doing with these abortions. I mean, guys, that's what it's all about. It's all about Lucifer. And in 73, when Roe v. happened, that's when all this stuff started happening in earnest. I mean, the entire, the entire drug culture and the hippie culture, besides being MK Ultra, a lot of the control with the LSD, it was all part of the Tavistock training to change the culture of the United States. I mean, Hugh Hefner, who's now bankrupt, who's selling his Playboy mansion now, and all of this nonsense is going on with that guy, he basically, uh, you know, wants to live in the Playboy mansion even after they sell it, you know, until he dies. Now you're going to have this, this weirdo 
weirdo living up there with you in the pedophile range of the penthouse of the Playboy match. I mean, who's going to buy a house with this guy, this or this, this relic living in there, right? And so it was all about the programming. A lot of people say that it was brought in through the CIA ultra, ultra mind control experiment. Remember, Marilyn Monroe was part of that program, and she was actually locked up in a lot of these institutions, and they worked on her. And so they, they had, they had that girl, that girl was messed up, bless her heart. I feel bad for her if you watch her life. I mean, they had actually had her straight jackets in these doggone mental institutions for the hardcore insane. I mean, who knows what they did to her in those places. So the truth is this. These guys don't care about humanity and they've been out to change us really, really hard since the 40s. See, back in the 40s after we beat the Nazis, we started to think that the United States was all this and all that, and we trusted the government, and we allowed the government to implement these sweeping changes, which we thought would be okay, including the bringing in of this new thing called a TV set. And then McCarthy tried to warn everybody that the communists had come in, and these basically were Sabbateans, had come into Hollywood, and they were subverting the culture with what they were showing us on TV, as the movie theaters. And of course, McCarthyism, you know, he was, he's been ridiculed even to this day for what he pointed out. And they, people got blackballed and blacklisted in Hollywood because of who they were. And it turns out he was right. Okay. He was right. And see, he was trying to warn everybody. Look at, look at Barry Goldwater in the, in the 50s and the 60s. He tried to warn everybody, Doug, you know, and so he yeah, could never well, yeah, get attracted exactly. with it. And, and, uh, and for those interested, M. Stanton Evans wrote a great book called Blacklisted by History. It's all about McCarthy and, and the fact that he was absolutely correct. And um, um, the, the, as a matter of fact, Ted, uh, Mr. Evans, when in, in preparation for writing this book back in the, well, I'll say 10 years ago, even as late as or as recent as the late 90s, um, had gone into the National Archives to to to, um, to to obtain documentation that McCarthy had had uh, um, uncovered, and or I should say, let me let me just rephrase that. As as Mr. Evans was doing the research in the two thousands, he found that much of the information that McCarthy uncovered was expunged from the National Archives back in the mid to late nineteen nineties, and I just found that very interesting because even at that even at this most recent time, you've got re, uh, history being revised and documents being expunged. Well, you know, in World War so, Two, you know, my mom yeah. was in Germany. And she told me, she told me, you know, in the 50s, I was born in 55, right? I'm 60 now. And she told me, you know, I was, you know, she came over here in 52. I was born three years later. And then we started going through school and we got into civics. You know, when I was in eighth grade, so what was I, 13 years old? So it was, what, 68? Uh, you know, she told me, I'd, I'd come home and I'd say, Mom, is this true? And she goes, no, so none of this is true. You know, this is not what happened. You know, I was there. I mean, I, I was there. I, I saw what happened. She goes, you know, this part is true, but this part's not. She goes, this is revisionist history. They're just rewriting it because to the victors go the history books. And that's the truth. You know, if, if Lincoln had been defeated by the South, there would never be a Lincoln War Memorial. And the great, you know, Lincoln would have never been the great Lincoln. And, you know, and, and, you know his homosexual activities, which have, he's been known for now, has been repeatedly, read it up yourself, guys. Don't, don't get mad at me about Lincoln. Go check it out. And his friendship with Karl Marx and all of this stuff would have been exposed. But they don't want that because it's not part of the Tavistock training or the mindset. They've got to, they've got to maintain the illusion in this field that we're in of what they want us to believe. 
They don't want us to say, hey, wait a minute, I'm awake now, and I don't believe you anymore, and by the way, I really don't like you, and by the way, I'm going to do everything I can to defeat you. They don't want us to do that. they got to keep us asleep. And that's why I always tell people, you know, when they start, I start talking to them, if I, I, if I see they're awake, I'll say, well, I see you're awake. Because it's kind of like the sign of the uh, fish that the old Christians used to do. You know, they'd, they'd draw a line in the sand, a half circle, and the other person would draw the other half and be a sign of a fish. Because they didn't know if they could talk to them about Christianity without getting turned over to the Romans. They started the sign of the fish. When I was in the catacombs in Rome a couple of weeks ago, that sounds odd, doesn't it? When I was in the Roman catacombs, there were still marks over the Christian graves and in parts of the catacomb where they had the fish symbol showing that it was Christians. And a lot of the Christians actually met in some of these catacombs and actually had church services in these catacombs because the Romans wouldn't fall them into these places and actually sang praises to the to God in the catacombs. And see, that's the thing that people don't understand, how the persecution of that first century church and how they worked in code. See, that's what people need to realize is that we've got all of these people in these Old Testament that are telling us these things, and of course then Constantine came in, decided to take a bunch of stuff out of the Bible, you know, in three, I think 323, including the book of Enoch, and that's when he basically changed Christianity after the three, after 300 years to the perversion that is the Catholic Church today. And see, a lot of people like David Icke, who write really good books, are opposed to Christianity because they don't have, they don't know any other Christianity, Doug and Joe, besides the Catholic Church. And if that was the only version of reality that I knew as a Christian, I'm not sure how positive I'd be with all of this stuff either. Because, you know, that's so messed up from Constantine and all of this mess. I mean, there were altars dug in Germany that the whole altar was in these Catholic churches was Mary holding a baby, which symbolizes Venus. We know that now. And we've talked about that in detail. I mean, Mary wasn't the, the, the daughter of God. She was just chosen to be a surrogate. We've talked about that on your shows before. You know, for Jesus to be born of the flesh. You know, that's what he was there for. And so the whole thing about it is, is that, you know, gosh, you start talking about this and the Catholics go nuts, but it's the truth. I mean, with all they've done with, you know, what a hundred over, what they over a hundred thousand priests now are considered a probability of being pedophiles. Anyhow, here's another article. Border Patrol agent. Eighty percent of illegals the agency apprehends are released into the U.S. Yesterday, Doug, I went over to TSA headquarters, to Global Entry Program, to get registered for the Global Entry Program so they wouldn't grope me anymore. I haven't told you that I did this yet. And so I decided to sign up for the Global Entry Program because another friend of mine who's a pastor who travels a lot, he did this, and he said he got tired of the groping, so now he doesn't get groped anymore. He doesn't have to take his shoes off, doesn't have to take his belt off, doesn't have to do anything. He just walks through because he's part of that program, and he's been, you you know, background checked on him. It takes about two months just to get the appointment in to go and see these guys after they do a preliminary background check on you. Now, what was interesting is I was didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if I was going to get an Irish scan. I didn't know if I was going to get bombarded with a hundred more questions. I didn't know what I was going to get. I didn't know who this person was. I just thought I'd walk in there and Sharon and I'd get this little card so we wouldn't have to get groped anymore because Sharon's had enough of getting groped too. And they always stick to lesbians on her, you know, that's what they do with her. And so she's all mad about that every time she gets groped. And so what's interesting is we walk into this program where they were about 10 minutes late, which I thought was very good. And so I asked the lady, I said, how many of these do you do a day? She goes, well, there's two people here. We do 90 interviews a day. Well, right there I knew they couldn't be doing it very quickly because that's 45 interviews, interviews per person, plus lunch, plus breaks, plus all this other stuff. So I thought, well, that's interesting. So I sat down in this office that was covered with Star Trek memorabilia, which was not her office, and she was actually she actually worked in um, 
border security, border patrol, and she also worked in getting illegals and deporting them. Isn't that interesting? She did this. This wasn't her day job, her main job. And so I started asking her some questions, and then she sat there and she asked for Sharon's fingerprints, and that was it. She wasn't asking us any questions, so I thought, well, heck, I'm here. I can talk about this on the show tomorrow night with Doug. I said, I'm going to ask her some questions. So I said to her, I said, let me ask you a question. I said, you know, since you're doing our fingerprints, I said, are you going to vote for Trump or are you going to vote for Clinton? And she looked at me kind of funny. She goes, you know, all you do when you talk, start talking about politics is you get into trouble. That's why I'm curious. And she goes, well, I haven't decided yet. And she goes, and I have learned one thing already. It doesn't make any difference who we vote for. Isn't that interesting, Doug? Here she worked for border security for the United States government. She goes, it doesn't make any difference who we vote for. So she let me know right there that she wasn't as asleep as I thought she was. And so then they took my fingerprints. She goes, okay, you guys will have your card mailed. Here's your, here's your numbers. From now on, you don't have to go through the security lines anymore. You just, you know, you can walk around all that stuff. Have fun. That was it. No questions, no thoughts. And I thought to myself, what in the world did I just experience? Is it because we're white people, you know, with these pale, pasty skins, that they're not asking us any questions? Because next to us were some Hispanics. They got interviewed for 30 minutes. They kept, they were still talking to them when I left. They were in there 10 minutes before I got in. They were in there after I left. And I thought, how strange is this? Because they're giving us the, 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 the thought that they're protecting us, Doug. But what did they protect us from? Nothing. They didn't ask me a single question. So I thought, how ridiculous. They're giving us the illusion that we're going to be safer. Personally, if they put a sky marshal, a fully armed sky marshal in every plane, okay, in full uniform, walking up and down the aisles, that would get everybody's attention, I would think. Okay? But they don't do that. They spend the billions and billions and billions of dollars a year with TSA, and I have to go in and get this done. What's all it was was fingerprints, electronic fingerprints. I've already turned all of that in before to get my concealed weapons permit. And that was it. They have no more information than the people who got my concealed weapons permit. And hopefully we'll let you guys know whether the next time I go through, cut and go through the, the screening process, if I get uh, groped again, which I don't think I will, so we'll find out. Here it is. Did you, did you guys talk about this article by Mark, Mark, Max Salvo? Target is at it again. This time they're suing a man for saving a woman's life from a knife-wielding killer. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about this. This uh, uh, happened, I believe, three years ago, but the uh, they're bringing this back around. Uh, there was a 16-year-old girl now was the victim. She was 13 at the time, was attacked by a man. He was stabbing her. Uh, a, a good Samaritan stopped him, held him until the police arrested him, and now he's being sued by Target, even though the family credits him with saving her life. Unbelievable. That's the, it's here, here's the thing, guys. We're boycotting Target. That's my personal opinion. I mean, they're the transgender, and their CEO is like going to get replaced now. I mean, these guys are just getting on the wrong side of the curve on everything for patriots. And, you know, I'm going to say this. Don't get mad at me, but shame on you if you support them and you buy things from them. Shame on you after what they've been doing. Target is really just too far out there on the left. It's crazy. Here's another article. Border Patrol agent says 80% of illegals the agency apprehends are actually released into the U.S. and are not sent back for deportation. I thought that was interesting. I should have asked her what the ethnic groups were yesterday of people who they were deporting, Doug. I should have asked her that. They're probably sending back in Canadians, sending Canadians and Germans and Brits back. Exactly. You know I'm right. 
Yes, yeah, they it, they it don't, they're, coming, they're coming. They're coming yeah. in legally with their little ninety-day or sixty or one hundred eighty-day visas. Here's another article, the yeah. one I mentioned earlier: one hundred times the reporting limit of aluminum and three times barium in California rain tests. I mean, this is nuts. When I had my rain tested years ago, we had about two hundred and twenty-five parts per billion in this. This is over four thousand parts per billion in the aluminum in the water, in the drink in the rainwater. I mean, unbelievable. Do you realize how that poisons the soil and poisons everything as it changes the pH? And that nano-sized aluminum, the plants absorb it, and it's a poison to those plants, and they stop growing, and it kills the plants. We have, an, we have entire orange tree groves or orchards in our area here. The entire, the entire orchards are dead because of this poisoning from all the chemtrails they spray us on. Here's another article. NBC, your children will be microchipped sooner rather than later. Americans will accept it as just they accepted the barcode. <laughs> NBC News reports that the microchipping of children asserts it will happen sooner rather than later, and eventually Americans will simply accept it. You know the sad part about it is? They're right. There'll be some of us who say no, Doug, just like we do the immunizations. The vast majority of Americans are going to say it or just accept it. And here's an article by Michael Schneider. I like Mike. And he goes that something has shifted and things have suddenly become a whole lot more serious. And he goes, he said, he talks, talks, talks about God. And he, Michael doesn't really talk about stuff like this, but he's starting to say how, you know, things are getting really, really weird across the planet and a lot of stuff's really starting to happen. Like 40 volcanoes are erupting right now as the crust of the earth becomes increasingly unstable. I think we discussed why that's probably happening in the beginning of the show, Joe. And we talked about how they're actually changing the mineral composition with the frequency of the planet right now. And so whether or not that's what they're doing, I don't know. But all I do know is this. Mike's right. seems like things are really, really yeah. speeding up. And if you're a Christian, your spidey senses should be jumping all over the place right now because you need to realize this thing's getting serious. And, oh, by the way, also, we did a show with you guys and with Dave Hodges a few months ago, Doug. We just talked about 9-11 as a human sacrifice ritual. And if you guys right. haven't heard that show, we tie in a lot of the same stuff that I talked about earlier in that and about that. Here's a Saudi press. The U.S. blew up the World Trade Center to create a war on terror. Have you guys talked about this one yet? In the context of your program, yes, we have. In the okay, 28 good. pages and such, yes, absolutely. And by the way, I did, I did, um, that book that, uh, one of the books that you based that program on, uh, I did purchase and I, and I, I must say, uh, pretty compelling arguments when you look at it. Well, the lens what, of, of well once you understand what we talked about in the first hour of the show tonight, about how this whole thing's this big ritual they've got going on to control the attention field, the holographic matrix that we live in, once you understand that they understand they can control that through these sacrifices and all the things they do with these demons, once you start getting that, you start to realize the spiritual component of what we're involved in on this planet and how in depth it is and now these guys already know that these Kabbalist Luciferians they're aware of all that these Sabbatans they know all of this now these are the same guys who were the Druids I mean these are the guys who have been through all through history they just kind of changed the masquerade you know Jesus called them the synagogue of Satan you know I mean so this is these guys who are involved in all of this stuff I mean the whole thing about it is is that once you start realizing that this is going on you start understanding what's going you know why they're doing it for instance 600 tons of melted radioactive Fukushima fuel still not found. I mean, 600 tons of this fuel. See, what happens is, remember the movie The China Syndrome with Jane Fonda years and years ago? I think oh, yeah. I started with yeah. her. Once yeah. this fuel, this, this, see, you can't, when these things, the, the, what they do is they have these, 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 this uranium, 
and they have to put it inside of a containment vessel, which reduces the amount of radiation that it puts out. It kind of absorbs it. If they pull it out of this, it starts getting real, real hot, and they run water over it, and they boil it, and they boil the water, creating steam. Uh, all the all a nuclear plant is, is a steam generating plant. That's all it is. It's creating steam from the use of this fuel that's heating up the water. If you don't get the rods back into their containment vessels, and they can't, then all these these uh, these uh, I forgot what I forgot what they released. I should have read an article on this today. I did a whole paper on this back in school, but I don't remember now. But what happens is, if you don't put it back into the containment vessel, they melt. They get so hot. So they have to keep water over them. But when the pumps were busted and they couldn't keep the water inside of these facilities, and they couldn't get the rods back in, they basically the rods melt. They get so hot they melt. And when they melt, they call it the China syndrome because it starts to fall to the bottom of the reactor, which is concrete and steel, but it's too hot for that, and it burns through the concrete and the steel. The reason they call that movie The China Syndrome with Jane Fonda is they said it literally will burn and melt and go to the bottom, to the core of the earth, uh, because it gets so hot and gravity pulls it all the way down because it's so heavy and so dense. Now, that's interesting because now they're saying 600 tons of melted radioactive fuel is still not found. And the problem is it goes down deeper and deeper until it gets into the water supply. And now they're saying that they're going to have to basically cap it and leave all the stuff down there because they don't have any way of getting this fuel back out, which is the same thing they did over in Chernobyl. If you remember Chernobyl, the Russians were smart. They knew this containment vessel wasn't going to hold. They start pumping concrete in. They said, the heck with this. We're going to pump it full of concrete, which is what they should have done, as far as I'm concerned, over here in Japan. As soon as they couldn't get that thing under containment, they should have started pumping it. So just running an eight-inch line of concrete and just keep it pumping. And whatever that hole is, let it just fall right on top of the, the concrete, fall right on down, and try to get that thing sealed. That's what I think they should have done, Doug. What do you think? Well, a couple of things. Going back to your original statement, the opening statement here of the China, China Syndrome, the movie, it's interesting predictive programming-wise. Yes. Three Mile Island, right, 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 happened right. I mean, and I remember having to drive through um, near Three Mile Island uh, for a conference I was attending back, and that was, what, 79 or 70, whatever year that was. But going back to, to your question, you know, um, I, I, I guess uh, I'm looking at Fukushima. I'm looking at all of this and asking why. Why was there no response whatsoever to Fukushima when there could have been? I mean, every, I, I don't know, to me, everyone under the umbrella of the United Nations, if you want to legitimize the United Nations, should have gotten together. The, the best minds should have been put to work and uh, this should have been contained. Now it's it's beyond that. And, and you know what? No one's talking about this anymore. It seems to have fallen off the off the map, off the grid of the media. So, you know, why? Why do they know something that we don't know? Or is this? I mean, there's so many questions I've got about Fukushima and about this whole process. I mean, I don't, well, no, I don't know. It's, no, you're absolutely right. Also, I've got an email just came in from you. A lady's asking about a daughter who was given cell, who was given the uh, infant formula of the yes. Um, yes, and it says, could this have caused a problem with polycystic ovarian syndrome? Yes, it can. And what it does is not because of testosterone, though, it's because it's the too much estrogen, and it messes these girls up. It can cause fibroid cysts. It can cause all kinds of problems with the ovaries and later on in life. 
And uh, yes, the soy could do that. So the soy is really, really bad for boys and for girls. So yeah, just don't do that. Recipe. Well, yeah. um, And the questions from Kimberly from Missouri, and just for everyone's benefit here, uh, Kimberly is asking you, um, well, basically saying that that her daughter was given soy formula when she was an infant, and apparently now she's grown or or older. Um, Is there is there anything? Well, her, the, the last sentence of the, of the question is, what can she do now? Is, is there anything that you have, Ted? Um, no, there's not, Doug. I don't know, Doug. I have to do some research on it because, I mean, a lot of that stuff, it's just, you know, I don't want to be negative. I think the most important thing we have to do is pray. It's just really, Amen. really important, you know. That's that's what we have to realize. We just have to pray. Okay. And so, it, you know, that, that's the most, that's it. This, that's what we have to do. So, I mean, I mean, I wish I could say, you know, yeah, you do this, this, and this, and this. But I can, I can do some research for it, find out, though, let you know on the next show. I can do that. Right. I'm more than happy to do that. Or, or I've got her email now. I'll try to, I'll try to contact right, directly back to that. But she'll have okay. to give me full, like, just absolutely full everything as far as uh, what's going on with her daughter and see if I can basically figure out how to, how to, what we can do. And I can talk to several of my doctors that I know and see what they can think as far as what we can do for her now. I need to know how old she is and all that other kind of stuff. It's so, really Kimberly fun. from yeah, thank you, and Kimberly from Missouri, consider yourself. Um, uh, there you go, and uh, and and see the, how great is that? I mean, the responsiveness of uh, uh, of our very special guest, Dr. Ted Brower, to people, to listeners of the Hagman Hagman Report. I want to thank you so much for your responsiveness, for your concern, and and that's the caliber of our guest tonight. The integrity, of the character, to me. Um, Ted, now I just, I mean, this is not hollow flattery. This is just basic, uh, uh, just a thank you. I mean, thank you so much because we're all extended family here. At least that's the way I look at it. And we need to take care of one another. And the, the, thanks for doing that. And, and oh, folks, you, yeah. visit, visit healthmasters.com. Great special going on, 5% off with the promo code Doug5. Healthmasters.com. Sign up for the newsletter. 5% off all orders. Over, I think, $100, right? Uh, no, 5% off everything. It doesn't matter if it's $5, everything. you get 5% off of it. But if you have okay. over $100, you get free shipping on it, too. It's wow. 5% cool. off of everything across the board, including three-pack specials. Okay, here's the thing. I just looked up on control rods real quick. It says control rods are used in nuclear reactors to control the fission rate of uranium and plutonium. They're composed of chemical elements such as boron, silver, indium, and cadmium that are capable of absorbing many neutrons without themselves fissioning. Because these elements have different capture across sections for new, new, neutrons of varying energies, the composition of the control rods must be designed for the reactor's neutron spectrum. Boiling water reactors, pressurized reactors, and heavy water reactors operate with thermal neutrons, while breeder reactors operate with fast neutrons. So, yeah, so you guys can read some more research on that, so you can see what your control rods and stuff are made out of and how they work and why they don't want to be exposed to the air and how they start melting. Now, here's another article. A teenage girl who had allegedly had sex with multiple partners in the school bathroom, apparently, according to her mother, was involved with human trafficking. She was a victim. It's a 15-year-old Florida girl. And allegedly, she had sex with multiple partners in a high school bathroom earlier this month, sparking an investigation by police and hundreds of news stories. But advocates for the girl have come forward with a troubling explanation that the girl had previously been a victim of human trafficking, as news of the incident became international news, the mother contacted NBC to share the girl's alleged tragic history. Want to keep up with the latest crime coverage? It says, according to the mother, the girl had run away from home when she was 13 years old, 
and was held captive for nearly two years. The mother rescued her daughter with the help from Megan Estrib, the founder of Be the Light Advocacy Group for Victims of Sex Slavery. After her rescue, the girl had been placed in several treatment centers. She had only been a student of South Fort Myers High School for two weeks. According to the girl's mother, she had gone to the bathroom to meet up with a boy she liked, and he wanted to have sex. So she said, okay. Then according to Estrum, word got out and more boys showed up in the bathroom. This is why these transgender bathroom guys are so bad. But although the girl had multiple partners, her family wants to make it clear the news stories were overblown. She did not sleep with 25 boys in the bathroom, Estrum told the news station. There were only a handful that she slept with. Okay, now I'm going to stop right here. Now, she's been pulled from the school. According to the school, 16 other students, many of them student-athletes, have been disciplined. Number one, that there was justification here that she only slept with a few guys disguised in here instead of 25 so what is that, 5, 10, 15? I don't know. The problem is this. This sex abuse, victimization, and sex slavery is real, Doug. And these girls, like this one, apparently have lost that moral compass as far as having sex with these guys because she was either being forced to do that anyhow. So these folks really, really need to understand who Jesus Christ is and they need intervention from Christian-based groups. You know, the psychiatrists aren't going to be able to help them get through this. As far as the secular psychiatrists, they're going to give them drugs that are just basically going to increase the risk of suicide in these girls. And, and so the sad part yeah. about all of this is that if you give these kids these transgender bathrooms, more and more and more of these types of incidences are going to happen. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. And sadly, You're exactly she, right. she, she should never have been put back in a general population of students if she had that type of background and she'd been forced on all those sex acts for all those years. Here's another article. Ahead, Ted, I just, want to, I just want to insert one thing. Um, the tra- human trafficking right now is, is at all-time highs. And back in 1987, when I conducted the investigation, murder investigation of my uncle, uh, I, I had never... Understood. I did not at that time understand the mind control, mind control, MK Ultra, and how it relates to human trafficking and sex trafficking. I do now, and I'll tell you this: uh, the number of females, especially the number of females uh, in human trafficking and the uh, the victims of killers, serial killers is really at an all-time high, yet the FBI and the uh, statistics will not show that because they want to keep this hidden. Folks, please understand, um, it, this is an unbelievably large problem, and it, it's uh, it's it's not overblown at all when, when you're talking about it like this. Russ Dizdar talks about this. I just wanted to reaffirm this and let people know because we're doing a lot of investigations on this right now, right in our area, Ted. Um, well, you know, a lot of missing kids. Well, here's the thing. You know, the um, high school teen pregnancy is like at an all-time low, and they started recording it. And even though sexual promiscuity is at an all-time high. And the sad part about this is one of the primary reasons of the pregnancies being so low is because of Gardasil. The Gardasil shot is causing a lot of these girls to go into ovarian failure when they're 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. In other words, they're in menopause. They can't have kids anymore. They're done. It's over. Finished. Okay? Again, the globalists are doing this. They want to get rid of the white population and replace it with all of these other populations to get this global homogenous mixture 
of populations from all over the world coming into the United States. Uh, perfect example in Denmark, a Syrian man with three wives and 20 children to get $30,000 a year in welfare because he's depressed because he had to leave his kids behind in Syria. Now, here's what I'd have told the guy. Here's the deal, buddy. I said, you know, we're going to go ahead and give you a vasectomy since you got 20 kids, and we'll go ahead and let you have some welfare, or we'll get you a job. Now, that's not good enough for you. If you really want to go on full welfare, we're just going to castrate you and be done with it. 20 children. Now, here's this guy who's done his best to destroy the gene pool of his abilities, right? And, and, I mean, here we go. And, see, this is normal with these guys from that part of the world when they have multiple wives and multiple children. And if this all gets normalized in Europe, and he starts coming to Europe with his 20 kids, or he gets three or four wives over there, and he has 20 more kids, what's going to happen to the population in Europe? It's lost. And that's why I said, Europe is done. Europe's toast. If you want to go to Europe and see what Europe used to be, you can get there now, because sooner or later they're going to start tearing all the old stuff down, because these Muslims don't want it there. I'm, I'm telling you what's going to happen. It may not be in 10 years, maybe not be in 15 years, but it's going to be in 20 years. They're going to start tearing stuff down, just like they've done you know, in, in Egypt and all of the places where a lot of these ancient symbols and ancient temples were. They just like to just tear stuff down. Okay. By the way, health insurance premiums are about to go up a lot, 20 to 40 percent in some areas. Uh, my friend, uh, one of them's in Georgia, Humana is going to be going up 65 percent. This is all through Obamacare. So good luck with all of that. If you have Obamacare, let me know how that worked out for you. Uh, McDonald's is saying that uh, their $15 minimum wage is going to cause massive job losses in McDonald's, just like Wendy's has already said they're putting in the flipping machines and the burger machines because they're not going to pay these people as much money in minimum wage. Minimum wage, again, Raising up the minimum wage of $15 an hour is going to have caused massive, massive, massive unemployment on these younger kids. I mean, that's what, 15, 15 bucks an hour is what, 600 bucks a week, over $30,000 a year flipping burgers. Can't afford to pay them that. Another article, massive government study concludes that cell phone radiation causes cancer. I have talked about this. It's the uh, study is uh, called the Report of Partial Findings from the National Toxicology Program, Carcinogenesis Studies of Cell Phone Radio Frequency. Guys, I told you this years ago on the Hagman Show. I've told you guys on Coast to Coast. I've told you that on my show in my newsletters, cell phones cause brain cancer. If you're going to use cell phones, always make sure you use a speakerphone. Don't hold them next to your skull or to your brain. Don't do that. It's not worth it. It's not worth the risk. And here's one I'm sure you guys have already covered. Barack Obama has appointed Barbara Satan, Satan, a man, <laughs> Freudian slip there with Satan, a man who, who identifies as a woman to serve on his advisory council on faith-based neighborhood partnerships. What do you think about that? Like, I'm sure you guys reported on that. Yes, momentarily, uh, <laughs> individual, those watching us on live on YouTube, momentarily will see a picture of this beautiful thing. Uh, man, you know what? I can't even describe this. And, and I'm not trying to be nasty, but I don't know, Ted, if you saw a uh, – well, I mean, my goodness. I, 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 words fail me, <laughs> period. Uh, well, no, it's, it's unbelievable. Crazy, what, what, what is, it's in our face. No, it's in our face. Basically, we don't want Christianity. We're going to control your reality, and we're going to put this weirdo here, this weirdo, and I think she's part of the uh, some some offshoot of the Church of Christ, and uh, it's just unbelievable. So, I mean, it's just it's just like last night. I was watching a movie. The show was it's like to call it. Was, was, I tried to turn on the WB last night and watch a program. I haven't watched anything on TV. And I can't remember as far as that kind of stuff. I usually watch the History Channel. 
And sure enough, they've got to have their token lesbian. And so they got their token lesbian, this action hero who's a lesbian, who's got the host of this other girl on the show. And I'm like, God, are you kidding me? I mean, they're, they're putting it in our face and they're making this all normal and they're making this lesbian gay lifestyle normal. They've already screwed up everybody's hormones with the stuff they've done to us. Now they're making this stuff normal and they're forcing us to watch it, which makes us have to tell the kids they can't even watch TV anymore because of this filth. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, of course, we've been very restrictive on TV anyhow, but that's what they're doing. Earlier today, I was on Yahoo checking my emails and sure enough, they have this transvestite contest now and over in Europe, and some girl who claims to be a Christian from Israel uh, is basically the Miss Transvestite of Israel in Tel Aviv. Now she's entering the world competition, and they're talking about how Tel Aviv is like the most, one of the most welcoming gay destinations on the planet. This is Yahoo saying this. this isn't Ted Brower's Yahoo? You guys can look it up. So then they've got pictures of these lesbians who are transvestites who are prancing around. And there's two of them just in a full-blown lip lock right there on Yahoo. And I thought to myself, wow, that's really sick. And the sad part about it is, is that everything that they're doing is to create that to become normal, Doug. Again, exactly. you and I are the old guard. Okay? Austin, Joe, is the old, they're the old guard because they were raised by us. Okay? Yep. They're going to be saying to their kids, hey, don't do this. This is wrong. You know, Dad and I talked about this, you know, when, Dad, when you and I are gone. And it won't make any difference. They've got the mind of the youth. That's what Hitler said. Give me the mind of the youth of this Hitler's youth, and he'll change Germany in a couple generations. And he did. He did it very exactly. quickly. And see, and that's all they're trying to do with us. Venezuela. Was, you go ahead, Doug. It, it, Ted, it was, you know, we talk about, on our show, we talk about the transgender matter. And, and I get emails saying, oh, it's just a distraction. No, it's not. It strikes at the very heart and soul of the war on our, our, our faith right. and our culture. Specifically when you have the president and his administration demanding every school in the country be a part of this and, and conform to their new policy. Well, I, I agree with Joan Rivers. I believe that's why she died. So suddenly there's a big lawsuit against her death now when she said Obama's gay and Michelle's a tranny. That's what I believe. Now, a lot of you guys aren't going to believe that, and I didn't believe it to start with, but there's, I can't understand any other explanation as why he is so adamant about this transgender policy and this homosexual right policy. I can't get it unless he's that way himself. I can't get it. And so, you know, Joan Rivers, I'll say one thing about her. Love her, hate her. I never heard her lie once. Now, she'd say a lot of things people didn't like, but I never heard her lie. And when you watch the video of her saying that, it was almost as if it's just a matter of fact, like everybody knows. And I'm like, well, okay. So whether he is or not, I don't know. But, you know, Joan Rivers sure said he was. And so I don't know. Yep. So we'll, we'll yep. have to figure out, you know, whatever. That makes, sure that, that, that makes sense. Yeah, it it does. We we've had Larry Sinclair on uh, on uh, we've interviewed Larry Sinclair. He had, wrote a book called uh, um, uh, Barack Obama and Larry Sinclair, and Sinclair admitted um, homosexual relations with Obama while he was a junior senator uh, in the back of a limousine and also at a motel. Um, it, it's in exchange for drugs. So not only the drug aspect, but the Allegations of homosexuality and uh, bisexuality. So, and, and you're right, Joan Rivers. That that was just really too convenient. I mean, I realize you know people die. I get that, but that was really convenient. 
No, somebody walks into the surgery suite while she's under anesthesia and adjusts something on her on the thing, and uh, they didn't know who the person was, and, and then she ends up dying. I mean, uh, to me, that was some kind of uh, satanic, uh, you know, revenge on what she had done because she had broken the matrix. Because you know, she had broken the attention field. She had broken the illusion. She told the truth, and she was too well known to do that. And it happens to them all the time. Uh, yeah. Venezuela falls into the abyss. Venezuela is rapidly collapsing. We already know that. That's horrible. Oh, here's interesting. This is something by, uh, uh, there was an article, and, uh, you know, I, I don't see the author on this, but it says the head of the Khazaria Mafia, Barum Jacob Nathaniel Rothschild, is the one through his Rothschild banking system that is blocking the Japanese yen and other currencies, including the Chinese yuan and the Russian ruble. It says that Rothschild has stood in the way when the Asian elders offered a gold discount, and basically he's trying to stop the BRICS nation from starting their own currency, which I don't doubt at all either. A uh, number of mutations have quadrupled in, in animals now as the use of genetically modified crop chemicals, including glyphosate, increases. This is out of the UK. And you can go online and look at those pictures, and there's all kinds of horrible, horrible, horrible malformations and uh, horrible mutations of these animals that have been raised on glyphosate products. The uh, Another one by Schneider, and the undeniable evidence that the real economy is in trouble. You guys can go read that article because we're almost out of time. He told, goes into detail on the real economic indicators and what's happening. And finally, the most dangerous and underreported part of the Obama's transgender edict, and it says that basically his big deal is that he's going to cause people who go on field trips, if there's a transgender, for these people to spend the night in hotel rooms with boys and girls together. And he's saying if a transgender is in a transgender situation and they go to a major university and they're transitioning into becoming a girl that your daughter may be required or your son may be required to use them as a roommate in the dorms and you will have no choice what do you think about that Doug? I think it's uh, it's part, well this is all part of the agenda and you know how can 1.5% of the population control 98.5% of the population and why and people better start to wake up and and to, and to see what exactly what the hell is going on here because yeah. we are being gamed this is a captured operation this is all Tavistockian in nature luciferian in nature Tavistockian mm-hmm. in tactics and um you know what um as Christians, we need to show up, stand up, and say, not here, not now. And it's about time that Christians open their mouths and stop being wusses. And uh, we need to hear from the pulpits, we need to hear from the preachers, and we need to hear from the Christian men out there. Stand up, get off your butts, and let's... let's uh well, that. they've been emasculated with BPA and with uh, you know statin drugs and you know tricyclic antidepressants and serotonin reuptake inhibitors and fluoride and chemicals and all this stuff has been in the food and in the, the drugs. Yeah. I mean, that's what's done it to the population, Doug. I mean, we they basically it. castrated all the men chemically, you know, because of this, and so the guys don't want to be guys anymore, and the churches have lost their testosterone because they don't want to lose their five hundred one three tax exempt status. Remember, right. guys, before nineteen thirteen, everybody was tax exempt. We didn't have any federal income tax, right? I mean, we didn't have it. Yeah. You got to yeah. keep your money, and that's why the yeah. country prospered. Unbelievable what happened in the United States with the prospering of the population because of no income tax. But the, but the, but the Khazarians couldn't have that. These guys that are controlling the planet, these guys are Luciferians. They're homosexuals. They're sodomites. They're 
They rape little boys. I mean, this is what they do. This is part of their agenda. To them, they're, and they're psychopaths. We talked about that earlier. Amen. They don't care what and with do. that, we are at the end of the program. I just want to say thank you for your gift of time and, and certainly oh, thanks, extend our thanks to your wife, your family, for sharing you with us tonight. God bless you, my friend. What a great Thank program. you, Doug. You too, buddy. All right, man. Tune awesome. in to uh, tune in to Ted Sunday night, seven to eight p.m. Amen. Eastern right. time. All right, folks. Have a Thanks, good guys. All right. Good night. This is the Global Star Radio Network.